Welcome to the Sensi Postcast episode 43, the final episode of 2022, and it's a special one. We have a awesome guest who joins the entire podcast here, uh, a real blast from the past, as it were. We're talking in the 11 out of the 18, and then we spend the majority of this episode breaking down game by game the entire upcoming season. Is FCC going to make the playoffs? Are we going to be Supporter Shield winners? You'll just have to listen. That's a tease. Am I right? <laughs> we wrap it up with some Brandon Vasquez predictions. And if you really, truly make it all the way to the end, there's a fun little nugget for the true believers. And that is your postcast episode 43. Joining me to talk about all of that and probably more, the last couple of episodes have gone well over two hours. Um, I don't feel like editing around this time of the year, so you get you get the unfiltered postcast these days. Uh, but no, we've got we've got a shakeup in the lineup here. We've got a chief, of course, as always. But joining us this week, especially to end 2022, Jonah from Knifey Lion Radio. Do, do I have to say formally of Knifey Lion Radio? This is such a weird future we live in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow, first of all, thank you. It's great to repop my cherry, especially when I sound like an absolute turd, but no one can really fill the shoes of but I'll try to get all my bougie takes in <laughs> whenever possible. Yeah, this is my first, possibly last return after KLR. My children were very... Uh, perturbed they're like but you said that you said a few months ago the podcast was over like it, it this isn't mine i've been invited on another <laughs> podcast it's very special so uh you keep, you keep using grayson's government name but have to make that a one-time oh, only bad. appearance <laughs> <laughs> who i already know what you're talking about um, yeah it's no, good he sings that out we are very happy that uh, that you were able to to take some time away from the kids. And I, I mean, if they're in charge of your booking, maybe maybe these appearances are few and far between. So this is a nice, mm -hmm. rare treat for all of us. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I know, of course, Jody, you you, you don't miss a, a single postcast. No, uh, no. Nope, nope, but nope, I, nope. I got to ask, like. You've been away from the pod game for some time. Not that KLR would be going during this time anyway, but any no. off-season thoughts that you've you've wanted to get out there and and I don't know, I was going to put on <clears throat> tape, but nobody's taping <coughs> as it were, but yeah, what do you got? Yeah, put it on a wax cylinder for us. Well, I'd, I'd like it to be known I just wrote chief and made it like size 32 in my Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> as like a Crucial. big reminder chief, i appreciate it appreciate chief, it chief uh but hopefully that won't be the last time uh kevin why don't you have a nickname you know just for shits and giggles every now and then i i feel like i feel like michael kane in the muppets christmas carol which I, we brought up last time but it's like you need one person who is like i don't know yeah. your your way into that weird world so that's what yeah. i'm choosing to be uh i had that on vhs so i'm well versed in uh in that movie it is strange there's a, there's a thing that showed up online about that where somebody said michael kane deserved an oscar just for the ability to deliver the line it's my old pal Pet Fezziwig's rubber chicken factory with all the seriousness of a man on stage doing Shakespeare. He's pretty committed that whole movie. I mean, he's he a is. huge asshole oh, he's, in it. 
sells the bit entirely. Yeah, which, uh, <laughs> people respect the Muppets. I will give them that. Um, what did I miss? I'm sure you guys talked about. Do you remember the World Cup happened? So I've been kind of completely oh, yeah. out out of uh, FCC in my mind, and we haven't yeah. made. We signed um, the impeccable impeccable uh, pedigree of Marco and is it Marco? Mar- did I? Did I make up the Marco? Marco, Marco, yeah, Marco okay. and Angulo. Angulo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's exciting, possibly, but otherwise, just been nothing going on in the draft. Um, you guys already talked about the draft. I saw we drafted three people. That was <laughs> we with sure names did. and positions, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's you want to say it doesn't matter, but what was it last year? I don't know where Ian Murphy was drafted, and then all of a sudden, like this guy's playing in some important <laughs> games. So uh, I look forward to seeing all three of these guys start at some point next year when our starting eleven all gets injured. Um, yep. <laughs> but did you make fun of people who study for the the draft? Did I miss that? Uh, I know Kevin, you've gotten into it before on uh, FCC Discord with yeah. some. Uh, I, cool guys. I, I had a glancing shot where where I, I sarcastically said I watched 30 hours a week of college soccer, and of course I know these players. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a crapshoot, and I don't even know where to watch college soccer. I guess ESPN Plus has some stuff. I don't know if yeah. there's another place for it. Yeah, we, know. we got. I'm convinced, and I, I said this last week too, I'm convinced that if somebody just picked a random player from some small West Coast school and declared that this person is a can't miss prospect for the MLS draft and go out of your way to find tape of this kid. Like maybe pick the guy who is the leading goal scorer on the second worst team in a mid-major West coast conference. Make sure that none of their games are available online. I'll bet like if you really, you know, you registered a website, MLS draft guru.com wrote yep. up this kid. I'll bet you could get somebody drafted just because I don't think anyone really knows who these people are beyond the first and the second round. And some GM is just reading this like, hell yeah, give, you know, I'm sure his name's Braden. Give Braden yep. from Eastern Wyoming a call. I've heard it. I've read great things. I, Kevin, you might want to delete this, but I had to write. What a great Please. idea, chief. Um, that should be like a post long term goal. Prop up a random NCAA soccer player and see how she actually would just tweet about him constantly. Like it's your update. It's your uh, what'd you say his name was? I don't know. Let's say Braxton. It's your Braxton update yeah. for the week. Uh, looks fantastic against uh, Duquesne. Oh. Uh, this guy's didn't big score things. any goals, but when you watch the film, he jumps off the tape in his <laughs> off the ball movement. Translates I mean, well to the American game. A regular written feature for the post talking about the best college prospects using nothing more than various league like overall box score stats and and just building these guys up that we refuse to watch a single bit of tape on way in. Way yeah, the, this the guy's problem, worth the international slot. Yes. The problem with this plan already is when you said written thing on the post. We don't, <laughs> we don't write content. Voice to text. We can make this happen. Yeah. We can just we can we'll make get it happen. Transcripts of the of the podcast on the website. We'll just be find good. a junior last year who was like near the top of goals, and then it's like this guy's poised for a breakout senior season, and. There we go. I mean, the fake yeah. website. Oh, well, now nah, I mean, I've kind of we've given up the what's the expression? We've given up the gag already. But a fake website that'd be like True Crew used for like good purposes, <laughs> like for a positive reason, helping out this rando who's probably going to be selling insurance oh, uh, in man. a year. If we get good at it, it could get like parents 
to pay you to hype their kid up, right? So like you're 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 ginning up a hype machine for for paid. Like it feels like something that could happen for sure. We do have a super content league. It's slightly, <laughs> slightly dormant. <laughs> you might be able to fit him in. Uh, but Kevin, before I forgot, you did send me this this text right when the draft started. I wanted to read for people. Hope I'm not blowing up your spot. You said there are two oh, types please. of people: those who study for the MLS draft and those who have sex. Kevin, do you still believe that <laughs> is true to this day? Uh, was that a yeah. shot directly at Discord? I would double down on that for sure and say uh, if you uh, if you study for the MLS draft and you are not an employee of an MLS team, I would highly recommend touching grass. I think that would be a good positive development in your life. I they were going to say you're a verge, but I guess I'm the only one who talks like that. <laughs> you're 100 percent a verge. Uh, Grow up. Uh, yeah, I forget who it was, but they were like, why? I mean, it's not weird at all. I'm like, it is weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. You like, don't. He said, "Watching young kids play soccer." The thing was, the occasional college soccer game. Sure, I watch the occasional USL game. If I'm bored, it's late at night. Phoenix is playing. That's always fun. I believe this person said that they committed to something like five or six games a week, which is <laughs> absurd. No, but it, it, it genuinely wouldn't take much time if you committed to, like, if you actually committed to watching college soccer. You could probably be on the telecast next year for the MLS Super Draft. <laughs> yes. like, it wouldn't take that much time to quit to become the expert, the Mel Kiper of college soccer. I think it would legitimately just take having absolutely no life, not having yep. any sex, not having a job, and just tweeting it like Doyle and the official MLS account with like your write down and your breakdown of all these people. I guarantee you they'd have you on because nobody watches any of this shit. Right. I think, yeah, it made the mock drafts extra funny because especially in this sport, they're taking best available. Um, pretty much everyone is <laughs> at all times, yeah. no matter who your position is. So it's not like there's really zero way to predict it. And you're like, ah, oh, I had him go 21st. I'm like, well, you have no life. Um, <laughs> this is an incredible positional value right here. I had him going <laughs> in the first round on my big board. Like they're all gonna watch out. No, there's no can't miss prospect that immediately walks into a starting eleven oh, you, you on know what's any mi- MLS team. You know what's missing from the MLS draft is the 20 minutes after the draft ends, my draft right, my draft grades. Like giving every single one of the teams like C did C, not C, address C, the, C. did not address the center back position F minus. Right. I think MLS does grade, which is absurd because you know MLS isn't going to give anybody a bad grade in the first place. So it's like everything is some variation of a C plus to an A minus. Yeah, it's just it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know why they have it. Like they should just give every team like I don't know, a dibs list like they do the the discovery list. Just like you get seven college players to put on this list and these are the seven guys that you can sign. You can drop guys off your list and add guys on as the, the college season goes on. But like they do that that system with all of international soccer. I just don't know why they can't do that with college soccer as well and just get rid of this. It would reward teams that want to scout and the ones that don't can just ignore this and not pretend like it's a thing. I don't. Well, it might happen I don't know. They're, they're, just, they're just waiting drafted. for the moment when it turns into the NFL draft. That's the big, you know, oh, 
It's going to happen any day now. It's going the other direction, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it really is like MLS was started by NFL owners and is still largely dominated by NFL owners or people who want to be NFL owners. And so, yeah, they want to do the draft. But the problem there is you need a healthy college system. Like, college football is maybe in a better position to challenge the NFL, like, for top dominant so, you know, football league in the United States versus college soccer, which has, I feel like a, a existential crisis every couple of years of like, do we even want to continue supporting men's soccer? We should just cut all of the men's soccer programs. There's a semi pro in low level pro system that'll absorb all these guys anyway. Like UC lost their men's soccer program. I, if you live in Cincinnati, are you really supposed to care about men's college soccer? They got rid of your team. I don't know. Weird. 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 Draft. That's, all to say, that's all to say that the Draft. reason why Kevin uses his real name is because he is going to be Kevin Wallace from the Post, our resident draft expert here on MLSsoccer.com. <laughs> I can only imagine the the, the outrage from the the. FCC yeah. Discord. When, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when your name's Kevin Wallace, you can go into MLSsoccer.com. When you go by the chief, it's pretty much bar stool or bust. <laughs> You've got hey, your destination your in, yeah. in mind and you aim for it. Um yeah, we should we should we should dive into this because I I don't know. I kind of want to see what I want I want to see what Jonah does. No, we're we're gonna do in the eleven out of the eighteen. Oh, okay. We're gonna start the start the show off with with a regular off-season segment here. And Chief, I'll I'll start with you. Just in case, just in case <laughs> Jonah, you know, needs needs some training wheels, wants to see how it goes. Uh Chief, what's what's in your eleven out of your eighteen this week? Yeah, I appreciate that after you viciously stole Dabo Swinney from me last week <laughs> with college coaches. <laughs> I gotta um, give you one. Right. In the 11 this week, I have snow. Um, we had a white Christmas, and it continues to amaze me how just driving from, like, area to area, like, it will oscillate between it looks like no one has actually plowed any of these roads to you go to the next town over and it's bone dry, and it looks like just a normal Tuesday or a Wednesday. Next town yeah. over again, it's people sliding all over the place. Um, nobody knows how to drive in snow, which is a lot no. of fun. And everybody panics whenever snow is even forecast. So you are left with the people who aren't the planners that are out driving. Also the people that were doing their last minute shopping. And it was just, it was chaos. I love chaos. Um, But it was also an annoying (laughs) brand of chaos, an annoying time for chaos. So snow in the 11. It sucks. I hate the winter. And the thought has entered my mind now that we will open the season on February 25th. And that is still prime time. Cincinnati could be getting horrendous deep freeze cold weather could we be looking at orange ball soccer orange ball to start the season for the orange and blue please 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 chief i noticed this as well uh driving back uh i was in uh near wilmington uh on christmas eve driving back home and i thought it was interesting the communities around wilmington very, I'll say conservative, very, very redneck stereotypically. Every every single dude there has a nice big pickup truck with a gigantic snowplow 
all of the streets were well cleared, well maintained. It was nice. It was nice to see the rugged individualism and the sense of community come together. <laughs> and then I drive into Anderson Township, which I feel like wants to be that conservative, rugged individual idea, but everybody drives overpriced SUVs that can't do snow plows and they don't really want to invest in the public infrastructure. Roads were complete shit. Just absolute disaster of ice all over. It was it was sad. It was an interesting dichotomy of the uh of I think the Republican Party in a lot of yeah. ways. I know Jonah Jonah lives up on top of Mount Knife with an electric car, so I'm kind of curious how his experience was. <laughs> it's a treacherous hill, one way in, one way out. But we do have former uh city councilman Kevin Flynn um, who lives up there. So I felt like we were always getting at least before i felt like we were getting cleaned a little quicker than maybe we should have uh, i was told by my <laughs> wife that oakley like was almost quick very quickly immaculately cleaned i don't know if anybody here can speak to whether or not I oakley can, was cleared nicely or not i can uh i can deny that categorically it oh, was kind of really? shitty in fact okay. yeah no it was uh i ran out to grab uh to grab dinner on what was the night it all happened thursday friday yeah it was friday thursday. was a bad day mm -hmm. friday yeah, was a bad yeah. day though and there was just a public bus just stuck in the middle of uh, Lawson, <laughs> just with the hazards on and the driver kind of walking around it doing laps. Like maybe if I keep walking around the bus, it will magically be able to get up this very low grade hill. And then finally he got back on the bus and just sat there playing on his phone. I was like enthralled by watching this as I was waiting for my Chipotle order that never, ever seemed to arrive. <laughs> have you ever done well you did the thing where your car breaks down and i know nothing about cars and um you get out you get out of the car and you lift the hood up <laughs> just you look in there and you know you're like you're not looking for anything but you're like ah damn look at that but you gotta at least right. look like you're uh you're you gotta something. pop you gotta pop the hood and see if there's like maybe there's a thing i can plug and unplug or maybe <laughs> right. the problem will be very obvious like oh this fell off <laughs> hasn't happened yet but one of these times uh, oh, yeah. Does he give so us that, bench? What is the bench now? What is the the segment? I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very focused. Oh, no. oh, yeah. We're out and of the out, 18 now. Out of the 18, um, Southwest Airlines. Um, oh yeah, I, this I is this is one of my favorite stories going right now. Where they keep lying to people and saying that they're canceling 70 percent of their flights due to inclement weather. Which, like, if you've ever flown before. Like they will always lie to you and tell you that the weather is the reason for a cancellation. Like the plane could be on fire out on the tarmac and they were like, oh, no, a lightning strike hit it. It's a weather related thing. That's how it caught fire. But in terms of this, if you if you read online, their entire schedule was being handled by like a 1980s dial in system. And when too yeah. many people tried to call in during the uh, snowpocalypse, it crashed the servers and so none of their flight attendants could get rerouted to places. None of their pilots could get rerouted anywhere. And people have just been living in the airports around the country for the past three, four days. You go on Reddit. There have been people that have been stranded since Wednesday with Jesus. like areas where there's no hotel rooms available, airports in the middle of nowhere, no rental cars to get. And to me, that is legitimately a nightmare that like that's like one of my like wake up in a cold sweat dreams. I am stuck in an airport. I can't get home. There is no rental car. And I'm just living in Des Moines for the rest of my life because I can't get whatever the next leg of my connecting flight is. They said so, that uh, you prepare not to see your luggage for 20 to 30 days. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just 
buy new clothes and, <laughs> and give and this, up. <laughs> no, it, it feels also like a, a horrendous breach of trust because if you fly Allegiant or Frontier, you know what you're getting into up front. You're like, well, maybe I'll get there and maybe I'll get back. I don't fucking know. But Southwest, I feel like you have you have sufficiently hit a price threshold where you do expect to eventually get to your destination within, I don't know, like two or three days of your scheduled departure or arrival time. And so, yeah, this sucks. And um, the sad part is, is that absolutely nothing will happen. There will be yeah. no regulatory changes. They'll just really promise not to do this again. And there'll be like two or three heartfelt ads that get bought during primetime football games with the CEO talking about how they're pledging to do better. And it'll yeah. all be forgotten in six weeks, eight weeks. Chief, is your uh, is the movie Terminal a horror story, like a horror movie for you? Yes. Where the, uh, the dude was stuck. I think it was the Paris, made in Paris yeah, it was, it was airport. Charles de Gaulle Airport, yeah. Yeah. Um, not the least of which, too, because, um, you know, not to break kayfabe too much, but you know, if you my flight gets canceled and I end up on a middle seat for any extended period of time, that's just miserable for me and everybody around me, too. <laughs> so, suboptimal there. Yeah. <laughs> I, keeping, um, the mystery, keeping the mystery alive. He could be tall or he could just be morbidly obese. We don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I, I, I should say as a former airline employee. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Fuck, I forgot about this. Yeah. Well, uh, this has got to be I'm, like a disaster scenario from your past. <laughs> Well, for us, we'd kind of, I bet we'd just kind of laugh about it. The bags thing. I've had, you know, my issues with bags being a baggage handler, but I work on Christmas Eve night and I saw a, like a crew timeout. Like there's a certain amount, like they can't fly again if they've, mm. you know, been working X amount of hours, but right. they like purposely timed out. So they didn't like, cause they were already home. It was like a flight to Indy and back or something. Uh. And so like they let a timeout and they had to canceled the flight and so all these people were trying to get on there just like so oh, upset no. i was like what a bunch of assholes uh but then you see like the baggage you know the the gate agents i've seen some clips where the gate agents kind of seem like pricks where they're like are you guys gonna like is there anything you're gonna do for us like we don't have to do anything for you because xyz well you, they're probably like the ten thousandth person they've talked to and they're like listen we're not giving you a room that's why you're talking about them lying basically they're yeah. trying to blame the weather otherwise they're in for like so many hotel and food vouchers, but uh, I feel like there's going to be some class action thing. They're going to end up paying that amount anyways, so you might as well just fucking pay them now. But uh, airlines, you know, it's the Wild West out there still kind of. I got I caught sold- I got caught in Atlanta one time where mm. they you know missed a connecting flight and they had to give you the hotel voucher with an airline. And um, they rebooked me for a flight the next morning at 6 a.m., when I didn't get in until 2 a.m. They were like, sorry, is our policy to rebook you on the next available flight? And I'm like, well, then I'm not going to need this hotel voucher. (laughs) (laughs) Get there at three, lay down for an hour and turn right back around. (laughs) Right. I just sold two. Go ahead. You're you're more important. No, I am not. I was just going to say, I also (laughs) saw Southwest was turning around and selling some of their flex seats for like seven grand to go from like Chicago to Atlanta or something like that. Like they're exploiting the bejesus out of this situation as well. So nothing you can do about it. You just got to eat it. (sighs) Yeah. And no, chief is exactly right. Congress is just going to look around and go, damn, somebody should do something about this. So (laughs) Pete's got it. Don't worry. (laughs) 
You know, for Pete's a lot of talk, uh, Pete is maybe next in line to run for president. Uh, not a lot has gone right in the transportation sector of this <laughs> of this country in the last three but, years. But if he is going to do this, like this is on a silver platter right here. This is where this is Pete's time to shine. If he thinks he's going to be the right. heir apparent to old Uncle Joe, this is this is where you got to get out there. You got to grandstand like a motherfucker. You got to be, you know, oh, you yeah. got to be at BWI in the Southwest Terminal talking on a megaphone to like rile up the passengers talking. We're not going to stand for this shit anymore. Like missing an opportunity here politically. I just, I feel like he doesn't have that bone in his body. Um, Mm. I'll jump back. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I let that sit way too long. <laughs> uh, anyway, wow. in my 11, um, somewhat related, uh, Joan, I was telling you about this before we started recording, fountain pens. I got a fountain pen for Christmas. I'm way in on fountain pens. It's a cheap fountain pen, but it feels like the kind of subculture I could get lost in, and I can see myself a year from now buying some antique fountain pen off of eBay for an absurd amount of money because this is like, I don't know, it's one of those things like mechanical keyboards or uh, turntables or something that like people can kind of get lost in and and just kind of get obsessed with the object itself. I don't know if either of you have experience with fountain pens, but it's very fun when you get the hang of it. So like if you get a fountain pen, do you really have to spend a lot of time having a cool signature at that point because it seems like it would be a real waste to have a fountain pen and have a really basic ass like signature when you go to sign documents i have already been like looking at my handwriting going god damn i gotta clean this up i can't have i can't have my chicken scratch with this pen i really gotta work on my penmanship here so yeah but now i can't change my signature right like i don't know (laughs) whatever you want in it's like the guy, that, the guy that like yeah. re, uh, re, like you know he changes his life when he goes to college or moves to another town. Like I had a guy that went to college where he started going by his middle name when we met him, and his friends came and visited from Tennessee, and they're like, "Why the hell are you calling Nate Jack? What's going on here?" <laughs> That's a big change, <laughs> Kevin. You got that harsh K at the beginning. That's rough for a signature. That's you, a lot you of motions. You start with a cursive, like, a, I, I do a strong swoop and then a lot of little squiggles. It's usually what uh, it looks like. My, I got a pretty good one for that. The J, you really just start flowing oh, yeah. off that capital J. I, actually, I can picture Ken Griffey Jr.'s signature now. I feel like it was the on his K. video game. Yeah. Yeah. I important. mean, but here's the thing. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, in, does anybody compare a signature? Like, is this a thing? Like, I feel like I've signed a hundred documents, but is anybody actually like looking my wife's looks like at a my master it's, one? Like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> where is my, where is signature one that all of my subsequent signatures I mean, are compared against? Like a couple of, a couple of years ago, I think maybe like in 2020, I went, when I went to go vote, they actually really did scrutinize they my signature. That, yeah. The signature that I used on the electronic tablet versus whatever the hell I had on file. And I could see the, the you know, because all these women that work at this place, they're all a billion years old. Right. And she's squinting, trying to make sure that I'm not trying to vote for the third time today. I I did have a period in college where I, I signed every uh, restaurant bill with a smiley face. So I had the small hope that, like, I could deny that was me later. <laughs> <laughs> like that's clearly not my signature. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, there was the web- over the eye. There was the website with the dude where he just wrote stolen card for every signature that he had to use when like they would force <laughs> you to sign back in the day on like the electric pad. Like, yeah. Stolen card every time. Nothing happened. 
<laughs> Whatever. Um, out of my 18, I, I wrote down European soccer. I'm not ready for this. I will pick this back up sometime in January. I've just, <laughs> Boxing Day came way too soon. I'm still living off of that World Cup high. I'm At this point, I'm already in like FCC preseason mode. I'm looking for signings, things like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this back half of this European season, I don't give a shit. Like I just I can't I can't bring myself to care about it. I maybe it's because I'm an Everton fan and it's just kind of a, a dull existence these days, but I don't know. I got no time for it. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to move on. I'll pick it up, I don't know, next summer. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Chief. How how do you feel about Chelsea starting back up? Is this you back in? I'm just or? I'm just trying to I'm trying to process though. Aren't you the big advocate for doing the apertura closer or whatever the hell it is they call in the uh the Mexican leagues? I am, but that would require me having a rooting interest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm really saying is I'm apathetic about Everton and therefore European soccer, and it has started too soon to the World Cup. So that's that's where I'm at. But yes, oh, I mean, MLS is almost there, right? What if we start February 25th? I mean, you throw a couple more weekends on there and we're we're practically there. MLS used to play uh up until like December 10th for MLS Cup. So it's like that window is shrinking very we, very close. Are we all going to Charleston for the Charleston Cup? Is that still the Charleston <laughs> Challenge <laughs> Cup maybe? Yeah, yeah. Remember how excited we were MLS year 1? It's like, oh yeah. Oh shit, we suck. <laughs> Here oh no. Hand. We're getting fucking destroyed. The uh, he believes yeah. cup. Yeah. <laughs> Koch, Koch tried out the new tactics that that tournament and uh, abandoned it immediately. So that was great. Uh, oh we'll my always God. have the first fifteen minutes of Seattle. I I don't know if hey, you guys good, are the, the same as me, but when Bertoni scored that goal, I was sure we were winning MLS Cup. It just felt like destiny. <laughs> Double jerk offs to everyone in the vicinity. <laughs> well, I remember Chief like with a like a harsh assessment after the game, you know, because of how he actually looked. And I was like, "What is this? Fuck out of here! We're awesome." <laughs> <laughs> what about that goal? Everything else was a blur. <laughs> Alexi Lalas is like, "Are they just happy to be here?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, we yeah, are. Sure, are yes." <laughs> Year one, absolutely. <laughs> and I then, think Ke- I then wrote, Kevin and I were calling for Koch to be fired like three weeks later. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think I wrote uh, for the Pride's blog that Koch should be fired for leaving Alan Koch on the bench if it turns out he gave Bone a sentimental start over Cruz because that's what, uh, in my mind, I was like, oh my God, we got this amazing DP. Why is why is Bone starting ahead of him? And I thought I thought Koch should be fired for that decision. So. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that is why he did it too. I mean, you kind of have to, right? I don't need any other evidence. <laughs> like hundred percent, that's why he did I mean, it. If, if it turns out in hindsight you're going to get dog walked, what is it, five to one? You may as right. well have run all the USL guys out there. Like start Jimmy McLaughlin for no reason. Just like right. give them all that moment. And then Why wouldn't you the start Jimmy instead of Eric Alexander? That's like a head scratcher. Like if you're going to start somebody who's not going to effectively oh, impact and, the game, you might as and well. And it was Eric Alexander as a winger. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. If you wanted to press, if you, if you want a depressing thought, uh, there will come a time very shortly where you will probably struggle to remember all 11 people that started that game. Oh, that would be a great mid-season quiz how many of that original starting 11 can you name oh that'd be great 
I'm sure there's a lot of Cincinnati people who are like naming early 80s Bengals lineups still though because we had something to hold on to then this is like the reverse of that yeah no there's probably one person out there that has all 11 of those names tattooed somewhere like the first starting (laughs) 11 from Seattle one person the reason why you haven't heard about it is because he got it and then immediately was like this is the dumbest thing I have ever done no one's ever gonna see this oh shit (laughs) it's a brick wall now (laughs) it's max it says carved in hearts (laughs) <laughs> on top of it. he carved he carved their names in his heart <laughs> now would be a good ironic tweet <laughs> like oh sick you got this starting 11 do you remember those t-shirts that were really popular about 15 years ago where it was like the, just names like john yes. and tom and whatever have that but it's that just like five, five years re- ago it wasn't that long ago god damn it it's Stop pre-COVID. Mike, it was pre-COVID. Again. It's fine. Cut um, his name out again, Kevin. God. <laughs> oh no! You gotta make an edit. <laughs> making making all sorts of notes over here. Actually, we I should do that. We should. I can do that so definitely. much easier. <laughs> I have marks on mine. I'll hit a little M there. Yeah, that's easy for me. The man's a podcasting pro. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing. Can uh, I get mine? Can I? Yes. I wrote some down. I want. I want you, gave you me five to give me your. You're in the time. 11. You're out of your 18. Oh, in my 11, smoking meats. Ooh. This guy just can't stop smoking meats. Got a smoker. Looking at that forecast, um, I was smoking a brisket for Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, fam- my mom's side family and all our nie- nephews, no nieces. Um, and it's just dropping more and more as it gets to it. It's minus 20 <laughs> wind chill. I'm like, it's still going to work. I buy a smoking blanket for it. I- I'm ready. I go for it. You know what? I went through with it. I was up for 23 hours. Damn. This is a pellet smoker, so it's not like I'm tending to a fire. Right. <laughs> but I was like so nervous about it. I kept checking it. I had to take it out and I put foil around it, put it back in, making sure I had pellets because it was so cold. So I have to go yeah. outside for that. And I'm in a stupor. And then all of uh, Christmas Eve, I'm like, you know, what they say in Fight Club, you're, when you have insomnia, you're never really asleep. You're never really awake. That was me. <laughs> but the brisket, <laughs> tremendous success. So that's all that really mattered. And oh. then um, three of the people from that party have COVID right now. So not a complete success. <laughs> so far, I'm COVID clear. Nothing's going to keep me away from Avatar 2. I, I feel like there's chief. once you buy a smoker and you commit to like smoked meat lifestyle, there, there's no one that is just dabbling. With a smoker. No one's like, I have a smoker. I use it once a year, twice a year when we have guests over. Whenever you get a smoker, I feel like you are committing that at least two to three meals a week will be smoked meat. Yeah. No, and everything's going to seem like gravy after doing a brisket that was cooked for like 18 hours. And also I had to rest it for 12 hours because of the way the timing worked, Um, which is actually okay for brisket. Uh, But yeah, it did turn out great. So I've made the ribs. I've made brisket. I made pulled pork. All I got left is like chicken. What else is something you got to smoke? So, I mean, I at least got to get through there. But yeah, not the best time for smoking. Thanksgiving turkey, man. Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, I did. I smoked the turkey. I forgot. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so that was nice. So I'm a smoke guy now. I I saw online that was over the weekend. That's just some random tweet that scrolled by in the timeline where somebody said uh, ribs at 200 cook in 12 hours. Your body at 98.6 won't cook over 70 years. (laughs) Kind of makes you think. It's so true. It's hanging over my smoke room, which is not a thing. It reminds me of the the classic KLR video, Joey on the street, where he uh, he asked our, our... 
our resident fireman what what temperature human flesh burns at and had just an immediate answer and without knowing that dude's a fireman that's a weird part of the video they questioned it for a second though he's like well yeah okay and then maybe yeah no. but, is this for real because i know the answer to this it's like okay yeah <laughs> also it's a back, weird fact to know after that video had been posted you know it's a very dark video which kind of lends to it just you can see just what the light is touching in the video yeah. and like i went back and like i just raised the exposure on like the editing app and i was like oh you can see so much <laughs> like all i had to do was like turn it up and i was like well it's too late now but i think it made for a nicer uh you know More it really felt yeah, claustrophobic, yeah. like a horror movie where just like you can only see the flashlight. Right. Um, it's, it's just, it really, guy. it really puts into perspective when you're asking just that one person the camera can see, Ron Jans or Paula Dean. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear kind of subtle reactions in the back. Oh. Uh, what's her face? Be like, I can't, I can't talk on camera. <laughs> um, FCC inside source. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, out of the 18, uh, I missed this too because I've been gone for a while. SEC social media team, you're mm. way out for me. Okay. I don't know who you are. You're nameless. You're faceless. You've never DM'd with me. You might as well be fucking Kanye West right now. Okay. You are so out. You are so canceled. Um, what, did they t- what did they tweet? It was like World Cup finals were going on or something, or I don't know what was going on. They were like, FCC highlights of some rando. I was like, no one gives a fuck about this right, right now. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care if this is a scheduled tweet or it was like in the middle of a Bengals game. There was like, the best, remember this Matt Miazga moment? I was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Just like, everything was mad. And, um, yeah. you know, I didn't get to say my goodbyes to Steck on KLR because, mm. you know, she was gone. So I'll say it now because she's not listening again. Alex, yeah, no. I'll miss you. Um, but you know whoever new social media person is you've got one month of game action and if you don't i'm starting a written campaign on one side i'm propping up an ncaa player on the other i'm getting rid of you you better do your job you either go straight down the middle you know extremely boring but like helpful or you go full you know who are the some of the the kooky social media teams the chargers are pretty kooky they get yeah. a good social media team. Um, RSL's pretty good for being in Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah as far as that goes. Dallas. I'm trying to get MLS. Dallas is pretty goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Teams who you don't really care about that much, they're always pretty good at the memes because you're like, well, we got to have something going on. Um, yeah. Philadelphia kind of, but I don't respect them ever since I think they stole the Christmas album from me and I won't be they proved did. otherwise. You know, a couple weeks later, I'm like, oh, it looks familiar. Looks very familiar, but <laughs> nobody cares. So that's that's mine. So. I Back think that like you. one thing that could immediately improve FC Cincinnati's social media team is just if they committed to everything being in all caps. I think that's a great just <laughs> immediate way to grab attention. If all of a sudden for the rest of the year, every tweet, all caps, all the time. Third round super draft pick. We've just drafted <laughs> Aaron McGee. Do you want free tickets to this weekend's match? Visit this Skyline Chili. <laughs> <laughs> sir yes sir it'd certainly be an angle right like they're just the most milk toast or what if an- what, what if instead <laughs> of all caps they went with the cam newton where every character oh, is yes. like <laughs> some other version of the letter with like an umlaut or a dot or a- are we talking about the pride now just hire the pride social media yeah, team. the inmates <laughs> are running the asylum with the pride now, that's for sure <laughs> 
<laughs> but you gotta respect that. Yeah, the pride got some face tattoos and um, now run amok. <laughs> I better not talk about supporters groups. Yeah. What's next, Kevin? <laughs> we're we're uncontroversial. No, uh, I think we're gonna move on to part two, where I this was always my favorite part of KLR was the beginning of the season, where you and Zach would sit down and run through the schedule <laughs> and predict wins and losses and give us a point total as uh, as the season would go along. Something to look forward to for everybody. And I I was hoping you would share that experience with us on the post if you would. If you Only would if let we do us it together, Kevin. Yes, Only we'll run we through it together. together. <laughs> I don't want to just sit here and listen to you for an hour. That would that would be rough. I'm not going to lie. Sounds like uh, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not KLR. Um, but yeah, we'll do that in part two, and then in part three, we'll uh, wrap up with a couple of random things and whatever whatever's on our mind. I have on here uh, hopes and dreams of 2023, so we can interpret that however we want. Uh, but part two, let's run through that season prediction. We're back. We're running through the season. We're going to look at each game, break it down week by week, point by point. Is the FC making it back to the playoffs? We have Jonah from KLR with us to pull this off. Still. Still. (laughs) Unless you run this part first. (laughs) Look, it's been possible that... You know, somebody might skip ahead. Uh, maybe they're excited about this, <laughs> or maybe, maybe they uh, they assume you would leave. Uh, we've had people drop out midway through <laughs> through episodes before, so why not? Um, but no, I've got the schedule up here in front of me. I figured between the three of us, we can we can suss out how this season is going to go. Jonah, I don't no, know. No. This if is, we're gonna if we're gonna yeah, do please. this, can can we at least make sure Jonah sends you? The uh, sound drop of Final <laughs> so Fantasy IV more, Battle so Theme, work for the victory. Because <laughs> I need the sound effect. I need the I need the the, the victory theme, the fanfare. Whenever we, we're going to win a game, can, can, Kevin you horn? can Kevin just do it once? You know, I don't want to make him do it that all the time. It's just so no. we n- remember. Now that FCC is good, we got to play this all the time. <laughs> what was the uh, What was the losing sound effect? Did you it's have a boat horn? Oh, that's what yeah, it was. <laughs> kind of foghorny looking. Yeah, yeah, boat horn. Uh, I'm just seeing something on the schedule. I think I need to share with you guys. You might not know this, but it appears Please. April 15th, there's a team in St. Louis now. So this is something huh? we need to take note of, guys. What? There's a new team. Uh-huh. Also, does that mean they're in the West? Yes. They are in the West. Yeah, they moved and, uh, Nashville back over. And if, you're, uh, if you've been following them, they are basically speed running the FC Cincinnati battle plan <laughs> yeah. from year one. Yeah. A lot of international signings, a lot of... Uh, Spending heavily on goalkeepers, it's 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 good luck to him. Is all I can say about that. But they did sign Ben Lunt, so I assume they're going to be great. They did. Yes. How the fuck did I not know about that? <laughs> or at least Famously it was left rumored. Me, left yeah. me on red in the DMs after saying he would come on KLR. He's like, absolutely. After this season, and I'm like, hey, huh? Hey, man. Hey. Anytime. <laughs> nothing, Anytime. Nothing. Nothing. I just thought, he probably knew he was going to make it back to MLS at some point. Yeah. He's like, maybe I shouldn't just go on and bash this whole team. That never like turns Smart out well. to not burn that bridge. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> but also, I will be apparently taking up the role of my brother with things like this. Like, oh, are they in our conference? Like, oh, yeah. Natural. <laughs> Seems like something you should know when you're picking games. No, nope. it's not important. 
so I don't know. Do you want to do you want to just dive right into this, or I don't know. Do you have a preamble for us? I figure we just we just dive right in unless dive you say in. otherwise. Let's do it. I mean, we start at home versus Houston, February 25th, which is insane to me, uh, but also the first time in FCC history, MLS or USL, we start the season at home. What do we got? What do we got for this one? Uh, the only thing I know about Houston is they play in Texas, and the Texas power grid doesn't do cold well. The state of Texas doesn't do cold well. I'm betting the Houston Dynamo don't want to be up here in February. I'll bet they'd rather be in Texas They'd rather be warm weather. I'll bet they're a warm weather team. This is all yes. me covering for the fact that I can't name a single player on the Houston <laughs> Dynamo. So I'm going to predict a big uh, FC win, home opener win. It will be the first time, I think, in history we open a season 1-0. Yeah. So I'm going to say Ooh. the FC, I'm going to say a 2-0 clean sheet. Selentano gets a clean sheet to start the season. Oof. Jonah. Obvious dub. Obvious dub. Houston's Obvious one of those dub. teams who always looks bad. Doesn't even matter if they're good. You're like, Houston. I have no respect <laughs> for him. I don't know why. Also, Jeff Cameron revenge game. Is, st- is he still on the team? Do we have to keep him? He, he is, is he not gone? on the team as <laughs> of right now. Jeff Cameron revenge game. <laughs> he might be playing for Houston by the time we play them. We'll, um, we'll see how it goes. Even better. <sighs> I was, yeah, I was very unsure about Jeff Cameron. Uh, but yeah, like me and Zach used to say, like them, Real Salt Lake, San Jose, they're Colorado. just one of these teams where you yeah. have no respect for, even if like like they're second place in the West, you're like, oh, come on. So if we are a good team this year, which I would assume we're at least comparable to last year, if uh, yeah. you know our strike force is putting in the goals, we should win this game. This is Noonan. It's a new era. We're starting strong. Last year it was a bad taste that Austin beat down. We switch it up. Um, I might have even gone higher than 2-0, but, you know, first person who gets the, the score out, that's what's going to stick in my mind. So now it's got to be 2-0. So I'm with 2-0. you there. Chief. <laughs> dub. My Easy dub. peasy. Next we go on the road to Orlando you? Hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. Oh, jeez. No. Yeah. Yeah. I thought what I got away from it. No, no, no. What do we do? No, doing? obviously win. Obviously win. I'll go 3-1. to one. I feel like. We'll still be working out some weird defense things. I, I, I doubt we keep a clean sheet, but I, uh, I, I that's an obvious win. And is it Ander Herrera? Herrera, the Mexican national teamer, came over from Atletico Madrid. That's the only he- guy I can name on Houston. Hector Herrera? Hector, that's what it is. Ander Herrera was the United guy. It was. Went to PSG. <laughs> and um, but uh, I didn't know Jeff Cameron wasn't on the team anymore, so what can I fucking say? <laughs> I'm clearly the knee deep in FCC. Hey, I got a last name of a of a Mexican international. All right, we're we're, we're clicking on all the cylinders here. Uh, Orlando City. We finally get some warm weather for the FC. March fourth. Uh, Jonah, what do you got for this one? I feel like we've been doing decent against them ever yeah. since. Um, don't make me think about it, but uh, <laughs> we got their number. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think we're gonna slow Nani down this game. <laughs> no more. He's not on the team anymore. Um, <laughs> trust me, I was looking for him last year. I was like, Nani, Nani, are you still out here, Pato. What the fuck are you still doing? Here? Um, Pato is still on the team. I think. Yeah, I, he's he's still a wonder boy. He's probably like forty now. <laughs> he's like a wonder kid, still hanging. Uh, I'm comes. gonna be conservative and say two two tie, but I'm willing to be convinced otherwise. Ooh. I was thinking draw as well, actually. Yeah, I've got this as I've got this as a draw. I don't know. 
it just feels like their vibes will be good after that Houston game, but it's on the road. It's I think it's their home opener. Um, yeah. One 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 draw. I think I think it's a if we're going to project out based on nothing. Frustrating game. A lot of choice. A lot of good chances. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Win win the xg, but a Ooh. harsh result with the draw. It's a harsh result draw. I would say. Yeah, Lucho was pressing a little bit. I don't know. I don't know why he was pressing. Maybe he had some Argentinian friends in Orlando, you know, so he was up yeah. late the night before when they flew in. So not up to his usual ability. Because Lucho has been clearly, he's been working the phones this entire time to start the season, trying to get messy here yes. after <laughs> after his European season ends. So he's still in peak recruiting mode right now. And his, his, his brain is just in two different places. It started with a picture chief. I got to ask you before we move on. Cause there's only, we're basically done with the schedule. We already got through two games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sports gambling. I know you care about this legalized in Ohio. Officially we can start betting January 1st. Correct. correct. Um, are we going to put our money where our mouth is for some of these? Like, I mean, we could go. I, they don't let you go that far ahead with MLS, but somehow we need to. Maybe every week we put um, maybe what we predict money. I don't even care. We'll bet, <laughs> we bet like some amount every week. We bet five bucks on every game based on what we picked at the beginning of the year, and then we could see what we come out with. Um, I'm in. The I'm the completely season. into it. That'd be incredible. <laughs> yes. How no, many, I would be, how many if games? Had, five times. How many games? Are yeah, if, they, the, if they had the ability to go that far out, I would parlay every single one of these results for yes, all, all thirty absolutely. plus games just to see what like the payout would be. Like yeah. a five dollar bet wins you fifteen million dollars. I don't know if I don't think I don't know if they do MLS over unders because they probably don't think people care enough. Like that's a they big one for do. NBA and baseball. Like a point total. Yeah, they or, absolutely do. Yeah. They do over on Vandal. And, on Vandal, yeah. Okay, well then that's yeah. one we could do as well. We could do over unders based on uh, what we come to. Life's too short to, to root for the under. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> my my new, my new degenerate sure. gambler tip. I don't know if I've said it on here, but I'll say it anyway. Is once sports gambling becomes legal, the most fun you will ever have betting is taking a random yes. college yes. or NFL game and betting the over rushing totals for the quarterbacks that are playing. Like, and all you're doing is all the entire time is rooting for broken plays and busted plays. And you have never, you have never experienced, you know, nervousness and, and sweat quite like, you know, watching a game and just needing Matt Ryan to run for half a yard, just anywhere, one half a yard. And then he takes a sack. Or... Luckily, uh, no, that was a, that was a, there was a horrendous beat in college because in college, the sack totals count as negative rushing yards. Yeah. So Ooh, yeah. there was this one game that was Caleb Williams was playing for USC and his over under was 55 rushing yards. He started the game out with a 75 yard run on the first drive. And it was actually over a hundred yards, but then got hurt and kept getting sacked and slowly his rushing total went back down. And the last play of the game was a sack that took him under after he'd been over the entire. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel That's... like I've heard of that happening with a kneel down too. Yeah, that's like negative two yards. Like it's it's screwed people over before. Oof, oof. Well, Seattle Sounders. Speaking of getting screwed over, yeah, Seattle Sounders finally having to come to Cincinnati March 11th. They won Concacaf Champions League last year and then kind of sucked. What do we What do we got for this one, Jonah? Well, I know Chief's excited that they're coming to us because he definitely didn't want to go out. 
somewhere like Seattle or Portland. <laughs> Every place he might want to go. Uh, yeah, Portland's coming here. What else? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just bringing the party to us. At Vancouver, yeah. This is like one of those, this is the, the inverse of the Houston um, thing yeah. where like I just assume Seattle is good at all times. And even though they've ebbed, ebb, they ebb and flow in the regular season and then turn it on in the postseason, so I'm 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 weary of um, going for a dub. But I'm saying statement win. You know, we're Ooh. here, we're back. We were a playoff team last year, not a fluke. Close game, but somehow we pull it off, like a three-two kind of an exciting one. Everyone yeah. goes home excited from TQL. It's just a different era now. Things have changed, so that's what I'm going with. I'm willing it to happen. Statement win, 2-0. 2-0. Damn. Folks, we're winning by two either way. (laughs) They lost Garth Lagerway. Oh, yeah, I said one. I doubt they they reload like they used to. So, yeah, I I completely agree. I, I have this as a win. I have the next one as a win as well. At Chicago Fire, Chicago oh, sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Chicago sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, any any disagreements there? Yeah. Three Win. three nothing. They is that suck a, until is that further notice. So you know maybe they'll be better this year. But two one. As far as I would say. Two one. What a start. Yeah. Oof. No, we're we're rocking and rolling here. This is no. You you got to get this so that we could have our. There will be a run of like midseason swoon where we draw like six or seven games in a row. So yeah. you got to get these wins out of the way early. I think. Now. This starts actually a tough stretch at Nashville, then versus Miami, which maybe isn't that tough, and then versus Philadelphia. Uh, At Nashville, I have this as a loss. I feel like that's a losable game. Also, I probably can't predict a win. Probably can't predict a win for every single game. So, (laughs) but did we? Did we play hard though? <laughs> Tell me we play hard. <laughs> uh, what do we got for the? I mean, I'll go with the yeah, UK. We, we can't. You can't win them all. You know, right? It would be absurd. Also, you know, if we're putting our money where our mouth is, I might feel a little scared. You know, going for our Betting. fourth dub already. When yeah. I'm placing my bet, I'm like, ah. I've got this. I've got this as a draw. I've got this as one-one, hard-fought draw. Um, and vibes are super high coming off this one. Ooh, okay, That's so astronomically do, high. What do we want to mark this as? Loss or draw? I'm, I'm going to go. Let's get the Kevin, I'm going to go. I don't want to tempt fate too much, so I'm. You know, you can have you it guys, be known. You guys can have your loss. You guys can yeah. be negative. Nancy, we'll go two out of three. I think. With <laughs> 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 three, one, and one, like wow, maybe, we're falling. Maybe it's apart. a design loss. It's a designed it's loss a where, like, loss. we rotate the whole the whole squad, give everybody a break. They can for stay no home. reason <laughs> for no reason at all. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, somebody's Lucho's probably already on a card suspension by now. So and Vasquez picked up a <laughs> right. knock. That's what oh, happened. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Or it's the blue flu because he's like, "Get me out of here." I'm on to bigger and better things. <laughs> How dare you turn down my transfer rumor to the Netherlands? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, then we got Miami. I enter Miami. I mean, win? I got this as a do loss. We, do... Whoa. I got this as a home loss. Miami, it's just, it's, they, we just, they, for whatever reason, they seem to play <sighs> us a little better. And this is the ghost of Gonzalo Higuain. Still continues to loom large. Breck Yeah, Breck Yeah, no, this is, I have this as a loss. I have this as a uh, a 1-0 loss. Frustrating. Damn, damn. 
Jonah, what say ye? Draw. Draw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Who, who feels more passionate, you know? I was gonna say if I if I predict loss as well, that's back to back losses. This is this is a rough. I don't skin. think I don't think we'd swoon that quick. I don't think I don't think Noonan would let that happen. I'll go draw as well, but it's a disappointing draw. It's like we blew it's it. an annoying we three three it. where we blew a two goal lead. Yeah. Yes. So it, we get a point, but we're not totally thrilled with the point. No. Yeah. It's a, It's another one of the, like the last inner Miami draw where you feel hard done by the point yeah someone posts on reddit that like vasquez should never start again or or something mm-hmm. along those lines or this will be a, this will be this will be the first game where joseph may has to go and start drawing lines to explain how we got screwed this maybe <laughs> this is where we're like here we go again with the ref shit lens distortion uh hits us um I don't think we were going to talk about this, but uh, did you guys see USL dropping pro referees? They're going to go source referees from other other avenues that they're dropping just, them for this season. I mean, I just remember, what was it? Like there were three games where the NFL officiating crews were on strike. And yeah. they played that Monday night game with Seattle and Green Bay. The, the fail Mary where you've got two officials signaling two completely different outcomes. Yes. It takes a half hour to figure out who won the game. Oh. And they were like, they called the next morning like, will you fuckers please come back to work? We'll <laughs> we'll buy you your own on-field gym, Ed. You can continue to work out during the commercial breaks. Whatever the fuck you it's, want, just get back here. It's what insane was, to me that they would have all of these guys be part-timers. Like, if you're worried about, like, the worst thing an, uh, an official could do, a referee could do, is fix a game. And the people who are more likely to fix games are the people who really need money. So I feel like having part-time referees just opens up that that possibility way more. I would want all of my referees to be league employees, well-paid, well-taken care of, and well-monitored. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they, there was, like, a game, one of the refs who refed one, they found, like, Facebook pictures of him in, like, all his, like, Saints gear. Yes. yes. I think he had, like, done a Saints game. They're like, uh... Where? was the guy earlier this year that was asking Mike Evans for his autograph after the game he just officiated, which is yeah. not a great look. But they're like, oh, no, it's not what you think. I'm like, what do what you say? <laughs> what else can you spend that? Oh, I was like, no. he, was asking for, he was actually asking for his phone number. It's like, well, that's somehow worse than the autograph. <laughs> right, right. Can we just... I just want to chat. Just want to chat. You were there was a video uh, a couple of years ago of a of a referee in soccer um, signaling advantage, and the team goes on to score, and the referee clearly celebrates. And there was all this controversy of like, was he celebrating because he wanted that team to score? Was he celebrating that like he called advantage correctly and he like he nailed nailed the decision? It was very it was a very weird video to watch. I think um, part of the problem with MLS is that we really yeah. don't have like a Joe West in MLS, right. like a, a cartoon comic villain of an official that just everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck, here's this guy again. Because even like we had that with Guido Gonzalez for a while, and it was kind yeah. of forced by about the second or third time he came in to officiate a match. And he's kind of been good. And that was yeah. only like a uh, an us specific thing. Like there needs to be more characters in the MLS officiating pool. 
Ted Uncle is pretty close to that guy for old MLS fans. I don't know if he really has that reputation anymore, but Ted Uncle used to be like the, oh shit, we got this guy. This is going to be the worst game to ever watch. Uh, okay, let's run through this quickly. <laughs> we, we got a lot, of, a lot of schedule to get through here. Philadelphia Union at home. What do we got? Draw. But it's like yeah, a, it's a, it's a draw. physical draw where Ooh. both teams sort of walk off like, holy shit, that was a war. And that's, this is where it turns around after a little bit of a performance dip. Yeah. Also, they're one year older. I don't think Philadelphia's not going to be better than they were this past year, in my opinion. Maybe they no. will be. But I think we at least we have their number enough where at home, we're not losing. I refuse to no. believe. And they'll probably lose a kid sometime between now and the start of the season. They, they always sell guys that's, off. That's dark. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sell a young prospect. I don't know if it's better. Okay. Uh, St. Louis. We're going at St. Louis. Whoa. You know how that's like. Happy to uh, be there. <laughs> that's Dub a win, City. right? That's a yeah. win. I would have said that about Charlotte too. But you know. this, is, this is Fiverr. Like this is a big win. This is they beat the shit out of this team. Yeah. Their stadium's a box. It's so beautiful. It's the and newest, Ben Lunson goal. Same. And I have to eat crow once more. <laughs> Are they, aren't they the one who signed the really expensive they keeper? are <laughs> so ben just, not getting anywhere near the goal <laughs> no i'm just saying this guy gets hurt or he realizes yeah. it was a disaster and fakes injury so we can get out that summer oh, he's obviously uh, making more money here than anywhere else he's like yeah i was fucking isn't he, he's like playing in like the next pro team or something wasn't he like is he around uh, i don't know if he did that a bunch of their guys did though like they're MLS next pro team was a bunch of dudes basically trying out for the St. Louis game or St. Louis team. So they were much older than most of the rest of the league. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he played four games for St. Louis SC two. Jesus. Okay. Well, why, why you gotta go look stuff up? Well, I just want to make sure I wasn't crazy. I mean, I still fucking crazy. We had Adi playing for us. That's like a DP. And like, you know, it wasn't that great, but it was still like, whoa, look at this fucking guy. He fits and Fataya Lache? My goodness. The Fataya Lache. How did we not uh, run the league? Wait, we um, did. All right. And we got Portland, Portland at Timbers. home. Do we bring back Alan Cruz for a one day contract to try to back heel goal on these guys? Like, what's Is going Alan on? Score this Is he dumb? signed anywhere? Is he around? Is anyone? Know what's up with Alan Cruz? I have not seen where he signed. I assume he'll latch on somewhere in Costa Rica. Would be my guess. I have this weird feeling that he's just going to be a Cincinnati lifer. Like he's just never going to move because that would be too much effort. Like he's already cashed his big contract. Uh, Vanderverf does that, right? Doesn't he live in Cincinnati or has a home in Cincinnati? Visits regularly. Abby would know. She's what always about on um, what's his fucking face? Left back. We got the new Moderita? kitchen. No, no older. Garza. Yeah, how could he leave the kitchen <laughs> after that remodel? <laughs> Simply ridiculous. They uh they sold that house, and I remember people posting photos of that bathroom from like the Zillow listing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Alan Cruz's Instagram is private, bro. What are you afraid of? <laughs> it's photos of his wife getting out there any more than they already have. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a real. <laughs> I, um, I am a fan. Portland Timbers. <laughs> we win 2-1. Uh, Jonah, do you no, disagree? I want to hear, hear you first. 
I think we beat them as well. I think the Timbers are in a weird spot. I always judge teams based on like their organization, not by who they've signed so far. And Timbers are in a weird spot. So I think it's going to be a weird season for them. I think we beat them at home. Um, I'm fine with that. But let's just look how many games we played. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've won. I was down five. with five wins. Five wins, three draws, one loss. We're coming for the shield right now. I, folks. Mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Best team of all time conversation starting. Oh, man. <laughs> Good for us. Uh, at New England Revolution. This is the Kenny Arena Derby. I've got this as a loss just because I feel like it's it's, it's so time. we're so we're so unused to playing in that cavernous NFL stadium environment. Throws us <laughs> off our game. Uh, they're out in the middle of nowhere, so it's a long bus ride to get to the game. It's just it's it's a lot of there's a massive home field advantage for New England if you're a team that you know doesn't play an hour away from your stadium and doesn't play in half empty facilities. Plus Bruce Arena. Just got our number. So it's tough. It's the, it's the Liz Bowl. The Liz That's always Bowl. a tough one. <sighs> you My know queen. she'll be pulling for revolution, even if she is an FCC employee. Oh, for sure. Um then DC the United. last homestand, only homestand of what? the entire season. DC, Montreal, wrapping it up three days later. What dumb scheduling. Columbus crew. DC United, does Wayne Rooney turn things around for DC at Cincinnati? I say no, and I want to predict another win, and it does feel absurd. If we win that, we got to lose the Montreal one next, because I, we can't be coming dub-dub into the hell is real. That's too that's too it's much riding too high it's too much so i'm fine what? with that but pick who you want to lose to and montreal was good last year they lost their coach though right would yeah. would dc united be better if wayne rooney played for them this year <laughs> yes he's although he's he looks, looking a little tubby he's <laughs> a little out of shape he's not in game shape so i i, I yeah we'll win that one just because dc is horrendous i could um, see his resting guys against montreal for Especially if we've gotten off to this start. Um, after there's a there's an eleven day layoff between those two games, so for rest of the people from Montreal. Uh, oh, but then it's the three days to wow. Yeah, No, they need they need fourteen days of rest. That eleven days isn't going to do. <laughs> the schedule is so weird. I didn't actually pay attention yeah. to the dates. I just looked at is the this, games. And is this Apple's fault somehow? I don't know. Are they in charge of everything? Now? Somebody called Tim Apple about this. Um, yes. No, we'll lose to Montreal just because. Not because I, I the matchup one way or the other. It just feels like we're really due for a loss, and it's got to happen somewhere. And I don't want to so predict it, us to lose to the crew. So. No. <laughs> it's a, so we went dub for DC. Dub for DC, I think. Dub for DC. Lose to Montreal. Montreal. We always play an absurd game against Montreal. I have us losing six to five. It sure. feels like yeah. the kind of Montreal game that would happen. Put your this money is, where so your mouth is. This is a ha- hammer the over game on this At one. Anytime Cincinnati and Montreal play, hammer the over. Are you a Montreal or a Montreal guy? Like <laughs> Montreal. I guess that Montreal. helped me as an American. American. <laughs> Montreal. Oh, I can't do that. Montreal. No, you got to say it nasally, like a, a solid Midwesterner. Uh, Columbus crew. Hell is real. We, per- we got to pick a win, right? It'd be 
don't you have to cancel a podcast if you don't. <laughs> no. To not pick a win here. <laughs> you talk me into a into a draw, but you know, I like I like positive spirit that you guys have going on. I'm convinced. Nailbiter, <laughs> one nothing. Let's win. hope not. Let's hope not a nail biter. Roman Celentano, <laughs> they pull the keeper to get the win at zero zero for some reason. <laughs> is this, is this the first one um without Caleb Porter? Well, unless no. you want to claim the open cup with Burhalter. Yeah, but MLS. It's always yeah, been it will be, yeah. Just not gonna you feel know, the same without no, that hateable presence on the other side of the field. Maybe maybe they don't get up for it as a result. Maybe without Caleb being there, maybe it's maybe it's just the, the magic is gone. I don't think the new guy's gonna come over and taunt FCC fans. I don't know. I don't <laughs> see it happening. Could you imagine Nancy's Noonan a doing pretty that? Pretty chill dude. Yeah. Him and Noonan will have the most laid back, you know, press conferences for this one. Do you think yeah. it's one of those things like where when one president takes over for another president, they leave a note in the Oval Office and Caleb Porter says, you know, to the person that follows me in this job, congratulations on taking the reins here at Columbus. Make sure you shush the crowd in Cincinnati. Maybe. <laughs> Probably leaves a bottle of his cologne. Like, the players love my scent. Please. <laughs> it leaves a note, fuck you, I hope you fail. <laughs> I was rewatching uh, D2, Mighty Ducks are back. <laughs> Um, Caleb Porter definitely has D2 Bombay energy when the Hendrick sports checks start coming in. Like, oh, look at you, slick back hair and fucking suits, and you're a fucking prick. Also, this real quick, real Please. quick, and this goes should go without saying, but I have a few qualms with the D2. I just want to point one out real quick. <laughs> Please. When, Please. when um, they're playing in the Junior Goodwill Games, this is an American team, and uh, Charlie Conway, he sees the uniform, and he's like, coach this says this says hendrix all over it these aren't ducks jerseys i'm like fucking charlie it's like you're in the olympics and like you want to wear your fucking club team and then after the second period they put on ducks jerseys would that not be the number one especially across conservative media that'd be the number one sports story of the year how this this national this sports team took off their usa jerseys put on their club jerseys and everyone just like quack that would be top story on so many sites for months and like I mean, it would never did, end they did stand for the national anthem if i recall so because <laughs> it's too hard to get off the ice that's right. the only reason. otherwise they're sitting for sure and that iceland's the big bad when it's like the population of bangor maine uh, i only well, say I mean, bangor because that's where the cat cat lady the, was from from uh, the name the is the name literally but, has ice in the title of course they're gonna be the villains and that's the only reason only reason they picked it um we're going on the road all Kevin. black jerseys my <laughs> god with a viking on it <laughs> plus what's great about all those mighty ducks movies was just that like nobody played junior hockey like unless you lived in <laughs> minnesota or wisconsin nobody knows how junior hockey works they could have made fucking anything up and people are like oh yeah that's just how they that's just how junior hockey works. You know, we don't but, have it around here. So but every know. step of the way, they're in the newspaper, in the spinning newspaper. It's like right. Bombay versus the <laughs> It's like, who could have possibly <laughs> Yeah, like in the original Mighty Ducks, they have they somehow have radio coverage of this yes. Pee hockey tournament. <laughs> and also there's like other age groups. They're like, we just picked the 13-year-olds. Like, this is the only one we care right. about. <laughs> this is very uh, important. Yeah, District 5 weirdly, yeah. District 5 has their own home radio announcer. Just <laughs> 
some some MLS teams don't have a home radio announcer. It's incredible. Now was D two was D two the one where they they recruit the figure skater that was the girl or is that the, was that the original yes. Mighty Ducks? Yes and yes. The first yes. one they recruit the figure skating brother and sister. The second one they have um a figure skating boy who's on the team. Uh, oh, woo, 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 Kenny, woo. I think he does his little spin move. So it's like, we don't need to bring back that actress. We'll just bring back some. It's It, it was interesting to see who they left behind from D1 and who they like kept for D2. Yeah. That must have been a hard call not to get like, we're bringing the band back together. Not you. Not you. It's like, yeah, puberty hit puberty hit Adam Banks hard. We can't bring you back. <laughs> no, Banks was there, unfortunately. I think they got him because he could actually play hockey because he isn't not much of an actor. Um, <laughs> Kevin, we're going on a road trip. Anyway. <laughs> to Colorado to New York. Yeah. Yes. Colorado Rapids, another one of those Western teams that we always assume suck. Don't respect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I mean, they shock us with a draw? That's the best yes. I can give them. Yeah, yeah, they they get us they get us with a draw. It's Ooh, a weird um, road trip. Oh, We're coming uh, down off that crew win. Four days later at NYCFC, I don't have the heart to pick a dub there. I gotta be honest with you. No, <laughs> That's a loss. But which which baseball stadium will it be played in? Mm. Is this gonna be a, a a city field game? Will this be at Yankee Stadium? Will this be at Red Bull Arena? Aren't they if eventually ba- getting a temporary baseball place? season? You never know. <sighs> they. Did announce the first half of their season's venues. I think this is a city field one. And yes, there was rumor that they bought the Queensboro USL team because they were building a USL sized stadium in Queens. And that there was a rumor that they bought them just so that they can use their temporary stadium while they build their new stadium. So maybe that's what happen. their season ticket holder base is. Like, is it small enough to fit? all of them inside a usl probably probably like that uh like the uh, phoenix coyotes in the nhl are randomly playing in a college arena that seats five thousand people this year oof uh right before we joined mls san jose while they were building their new stadium they played at a college soccer stadium that sat 12,000 that I think they expanded to 15. It was a pretty intimate, uh, pretty intimate experience. But this is so, definitely, definitely a loss. This is a yeah, 3 1. This is like the first real bad loss of the year, I think, where we're kind of like, wait, are we good? But we're yeah. also like, they just beat us. So <laughs> that's just the way it goes. That's just <laughs> right. how things go in the MLS season. As long as we don't have to play them in the playoffs. A 4 4 draw like last year. Uh, Chicago at home. It's a win, right? <laughs> I'm not giving them any respect. Win? You got to earn <laughs> respect around here. I'll give weren't them 2-1. Weren't, weren't they weirdly good down the stretch, Chicago? Or like better at least? They were they got better, in the yeah. playoff hunt longer than they should have been. Like they were they were hanging around the last three weeks of the season. That's been my at, new favorite development of the uh, ooh, ESPN please. NFL coverage is that forever it's always been uh, – division leaders wild card and then the third column would always be in the hunt yeah and every week for the monday night football broadcast espn has switched up what the colloquialism is for teams that are outside the playoff picture my favorite one being sniffing around (laughs) (laughs) gross you weirdos quit sniffing around us Uh, (laughs) i'm loving me some playoff machine at vancouver whitecaps have we ever played at vancouver 
If we have, I don't mm-hmm. remember. I kind of want to go uh, on this. I kind want to go on this trip. I mean, but the only this is the only compelling yeah. away day that we have on the schedule this year, especially Western of, Conference. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like place I haven't been before, but have been told by many people, hey, you really like it there. Like Vancouver's pretty high up on the list. It's a trek. I think we. I think we lose this one for some reason. We're just feels... like confused by our new surroundings. <laughs> Where Al- are we? Do you think Alan Koch calls ahead and gives us all, gives them all the intel on FC Cincinnati as an organization so that they know exactly where to hit us and where our weak points are? <laughs> and be completely wrong somehow. Right, right. <laughs> right. He's definitely going to tweet about it. The most important thing you can do is you have to attack right out right at Leonardo Bertone. And when Adi <laughs> has the ball, you have to go directly for the legs. He doesn't have the ability to sidestep anyone. It's like, coach, None of these guys are on the team anymore. Trust Way me, old. it'll work. <laughs> I, is Koch coaching anywhere? I haven't seen his. Uh, he was at Edmonton, and then that franchise folded. So I don't know if he's oh, been picked of him. up. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cancer on these dudes. Um, we need FC another Edmonton episode of him riding the train. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just reactivate the KLR feed to drop. And everyone's all excited. It's like, oh, new KLR. And no, it's just a continuation of the Alan Codge story. Yeah, so everyone who didn't listen last time cannot listen again. Like, Folks, this is good content. It's like you listen to the podcast. You obviously, uh, you know, appreciate my sense of humor. We're like, no, this is a bridge too far. It's too this much. Is, I won't go. This, I will not follow you. Oh, man. Uh, I got the next one. It's a draw. Toronto. Toronto. What do we what do we settle for we'll say for Vancouver? Because I we is a loss. Is that what we're all agreeing on? I'd say a one-nothing heartbreak loss. Pain. It's a it's a, it's a long it's a it's a long flight, you know. Maybe right. it got delayed too. We were kind of out of sorts. They took Southwest mm. to get there for some reason. <laughs> is that still going on in June? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> People still at the airport. Pete Buttigieg is right. not going to be a president <laughs> if that's the case. Right. They're all growing hermit beards sitting in the corner. <laughs> uh, Toronto draw. That, that makes sense. That was what I said. The Italians we, are probably doing better by then. Yeah, but like we do okay against Bob Bradley's teams. His bad um, Toronto teams and now his good Toronto team. And yeah. um, I think we played LAFC surprisingly close that first year. Mm-hmm. Where like I think Darren Maddox hit the post and like um that was the first game where Frankie Amaya was like, Wow, he's like a defensive pest. Look at him go. And uh <laughs> but we just couldn't we couldn't make it happen. But it was a close one. I like it. Yeah. At DC it. United. Win. It's gotta be a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These, no respect. There, no, there, respect. no no respect franchise. Uh, four nothing. Is that fair? That's <laughs> mm. a little greedy. Maybe three nothing. Two nothing. All right. I have his 2-2 for Toronto, unless somebody wanted to critique that. New England at uh, home. Now, we already lost yeah. them on the road. There's no way we lose both, so it's at no. least draw. So I'll let you guys I was thinking draw as well. I'm thinking win, 2-1. I feel like you'd say we split the series with them straight up. Okay. But you sounded more confident well, than your draw. Yep. <laughs> so that's what you gotta go. I'm convinced on absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh man. Then the uh the tough back-to-back road games, Eastern Seaboard, Charlotte FC, New York Red Bulls. What do we got? Chief. Sorry, I was counting wins. Charlotte. Oh, where win? are we at right where are we at right now? Nine wins, six draws. Three losses? Four losses. Four losses. Yeah. I got Charlotte as a win. 
I don't know. It's just I I feel like we probably should have won that game in Charlotte last go around. That was the weird fucked up game where there was really windy out and their turf is fucking horrendous. And there was just like a weird, mm. there was a weird vibe to that game. Vibe and they had the Polish guy. They shouldn't have had the Polish right. guy. He, he turned down the national yeah. team. Right. And he scored. Which is bullshit. Vasquez missed a sitter. That was like, yeah. Vibe, that vibes was were off from start on that one. I got this as a pretty big win. I'd say 3-1 for this one. 3-1? All right. Deal. Deal. Then, I'll take a win you know, there. Here's the uh, other thing, too, I've, I've been thinking about Charlotte, is that you remember like there was a story about how every one of their supporters group tickets had like a $5 fee attached to it yes. that was being thrown into a fund. Have you seen one TIFO they've done or anything that resembled... They, they did one TIFO that I saw to start the the MLS season that was sponsored by Lowe's, and they filmed an entire like video thing of them going to Lowe's buying paint. That's why <laughs> that's why I remember that. I was like, so "Fuck, like, where's all that? Where's all that money going to?" Because we, we we did the math, I think, in a previous episode. They should be so, clearing like 100, over a hundred thousand dollars, yep. like. Is this like an American Outlaws thing where they got like five people that are the leaders that are just pocketing all this money? I bet you it just goes to the club and the club is expensing against that hundred thousand dollars shit for the supporters. <laughs> I feel like the supporters aren't actually seeing any of this. Yeah, oh, we, gotta get in. we gotta get in on that. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> we need that. That's like my number one take from this all this AO drama around Qatar is that I really need to figure out a way to grift people with this soccer shit and not just grift yes. people on a low scale like oat money i'm talking we need to like find a way to finance us traveling to all these away games first class flights tickets all that shit ao manages to do it there's got to be an angle we haven't figured out where we can scam people for money just to subsidize soccer fandom we need a we need a cute female to be the front of our <laughs> nefarious group to get us in the door <laughs> that would that would actually do it uh where are we at at New York Red Bulls, they're annoying to play against. They this is our first game against Aaron them? Long. Oh, they're, out for, they're out for revenge, too, some nine months later. <laughs> right. All brand new players on their <laughs> roster. <laughs> I hope they're okay with the draw as revenge. Yeah, the North Jersey remembers. <laughs> uh, yeah, 2-2 two, two draw feels right, or a 1-1 one, yeah. one draw even. They Rock play well. tough. Yeah, sure. Well, because the next one's Nashville and Columbus, and I'm like, well, there's got to be a loss in there somewhere. No, we're going back to back on those two. We're going, okay. we're winning against Nashville at home. We're going to Columbus and beating Columbus and Columbus. And the, the, oh. the now remember, now remember here too, though, you got to look at the dates here, though. That there's this giant fuck off break right. after Nashville yeah. before Columbus. There's all, over it's, a month of dead it's my time. Summer for this stupid, time. Stupid leagues cup bullshit. <laughs> is anyone looking forward to the leagues cup? Like, is anyone What's like, that? oh, I'm fucking stoked about? This gap in the schedule. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Kevin. My yeah. vacation schedule <laughs> is because now I don't have to worry about <laughs> missing anything. So how many games do we get to play for the League's Cup? So we qualified as a host team last year. This was a thing that they did not publicize, but uh, it was a half of MLS got to be host teams. So we get to host at least two games. We'll host an MLS team and a Liga MX team. And according to Wikipedia on the League's Cup Wikipedia, which was updated, I don't know by whom, but it has the Mexican teams in the various groups. And it has us against Chivas Guadalajara. Again, a rematch of last year's game. That is a massive team in Mexico 
if that game matters, which eh, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, League's Cup was uh, is brand new, that could be fucking incredible. That could be an insane environment. It'd be so much fun. And I think we could have Columbus in our group because they did not make the playoffs. They did not make the cut to be a host team. You could have us playing Chivas and then Columbus. And then if we were to do well, we have knockout rounds. And then we host Columbus in the league immediately afterwards. What was, the, what was <laughs> the least? Did it exist last year or did it just start at the end? So or previously, last year I mean, they did it as a showcase, just random yeah. friendlies that they gave the League's Cup branding to. Before that, it was invitational. And then before that, it was a one-off game between the winners of MLS Cup and the League MX. Is there a, a CCL spot up for grabs? There is. So that was kind of the Let's new, go. somewhat controversial decision. Yeah. They uh, they put a CCL spot on the line. Nobody cares. <laughs> How dare you? No, nobody, nobody cares. The CCL, nobody, nobody gives a fuck. Like, this you don't want to tournament. see a competitive game between FCC and uh, Chelsea or somehow, you know, the world's colliding as somehow we managed to get to the Club World Cup when... Oh no! Whatever the fuck, Chelsea. Was. No, like if we were playing, if we were playing in the Champions League in Europe, and like it was, everybody knew the teams involved. That'd be exciting. But like, okay, great, we beat fucking Chivas, or we beat, you know, I don't think anyone can, can you name another team besides Chivas in Mexico? Azteca is there an Azteca down there or something? It's a stadium and a <laughs> TV enough. station. There we go. <laughs> who's, the, who's the team that uh, the fans killed a bunch of people? In the, <laughs> can we get oh, them? <laughs> Who was that? They're still um, saying nobody died, but I don't. Believe I could. Uh, I can name. I think I can name most of the teams in Mexico. I it's can just, name a lot. It's of Mexico. just nobody cares. But nope. I will say, you know, mark this down. No one cares until you know Cincinnati. We win two games. Like Cincinnati's number one in the league's cup, and everyone's like, "Let's tournament ever." <laughs> we love <laughs> a good, we love a good tournament. You get posts on Reddit for people like, "We should really focus on the league's cup every year and make that our tournament." <laughs> Damn it! I still think that about the Open Cup. <laughs> it just who, means uh, more. Watch uh, youth soccer. We're like, yeah, this is our thing now. It's not weird. This is what we do now. Uh, I do recommend though League MX a good watch late at night uh, it's a great alternative to USL super late uh, only if Vasquez goes then I'll watch <laughs> yeah then no. Liga, Liga MX fan for life if Vasquez goes <laughs> always have been always will be uh, New York City FC at home Kevin oh lord is that our first game a uh, second game back from League's Cup so wait, we're taking Nashville and Columbus's wins. Apparently, well, yeah, I got them both uh, as two old Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're bracketing both ends of the league's cup break with a win, and oh, vibes man. are off the charts high. Yeah. After we've won the league's cup, yeah, so right, we come back clearly. and beat Columbus. <laughs> uh, versus New York, we gotta slow down at some point. I got us losing this one. Let's fucking take an L. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be, uh, we'll take an L due to the fact that Lucho is on a red card suspension for going two footed <laughs> into someone at the end of the Columbus match when probably should have been pulled out because we were up so many goals, but they left yeah. him in, made a dumb decision, made it personal. The rivalry is sparked and continues even in the absence of Caleb Porter, but we feel the missing Lucho for this New York game and get absolutely drilled. Yeah, we are we are at forty three points with 
nine or ten games left, we are flying. Cutting <laughs> yeah. for that overall points title. <laughs> how many points? I think I actually had it pulled up. I was curious how many. Like, what was what's what what gets you into shield contention now? I guess we have more sixty five and up. Probably get we have you the there. same amount of games as last year. I think so. You know, we added. Team. Yeah, but we play like a weird number of Western Conference teams. It's not consistent. Okay, so 67 points is what Philadelphia got last year, and LAFC got 67 on goal differential or something? Yeah. Or did they get 68? Yeah. Okay. Uh, New England set the points record with 70 the year before, and a couple of years prior, Toronto set the points record with 69 points. Nice. So, Yeah. Anything over 65 puts you in shield contention, I would say. Points per game, we are at 1.72, which <laughs> looks like it would have gotten us into third place. We're, okay. we're in th- that's that's home game territory right now we're in. You love to see I, it. That feels that feels possible. That doesn't feel like a total stretch if is Noonan a, is uh not a one-hit yeah. wonder. It's a tough stretch. In the back half of the schedule, I will say, if yeah. if oh, the Atlanta teams, United are really backloaded here, huh? Yeah, yeah. that we we Atlanta, first time we face Atlanta is August thirtieth. That's crazy. To continue the theme of this prediction, they're a team where whenever I see Atlanta United on the schedule, I just instantly assume they're very good. Like yeah. they've got that about them, and I don't think we're get. I don't think we're getting out of Atlanta with anything better than a draw. And that could be a loss. We'll take a loss there. Oof, back-to-back losses. It's gonna hurt. It had to happen. It had to happen at some point. <laughs> first, first time this season we take back-to-back losses. No- noon in hot seat. <laughs> People are questioning. Of course, uh, Orlando City. That's a win. We we, a win. we rally the troops and we we yeah. get everybody back on our side here. Uh, I have all three of those games as two nothing against those four as either way. At Philadelphia Union. Feels like feels, a loss. Feels like a loss. Feels like a loss. Intuitively, a one, a one nothing go your, loss. Go with your feeling, then. We got I, think, I, I, go I think we bounce back against Montreal the next like four days later, though. I think one of those two will be a loss, and I think that I would probably say Philadelphia is the le- more likely loss of the two. Yeah, uh, Montreal's head coach is probably going to get fired by then. They they hired uh, Losada, who mm. was last at DC United, where. All of the players hated him. Yeah. And he like refused to let them drink water during practices and stuff and damn near killed everybody. Good well, guy. It was like that. Um, What was the, uh, do you remember? I used to watch so much ESPN back in the day when they used to do their original film series and they had yes. um, Tom Berenger as Paul Bear Bryant in the Junction Boys. And I never actually watched the movie, but like every commercial was just what a hard ass he is. And like there was this one scene that just sticks out in my head that just again only was on every ad that they dropped on ESPN for this movie, where was some college kid yelling, "You damn near killed my friend!" And Paul Bear Bryant looks at the camera and goes, "He ain't quitting," because apparently he wasn't letting him take <laughs> water breaks or something like that. Until you make a champion. Uh, <laughs> it was a wild time when ESPN was like making movies and making TV shows. They had like the Playmakers show that the NFL oh, forced yeah. them to cancel. Because <laughs> everyone was doing drugs and beating their beating their spouses. Like this is too this is too on the nose. <laughs> please please stop please stop airing the dirty laundry. Last year we had thirteen ties. Just FYI, <laughs> currently we have like four seven seven. 
Not oh, too bad. No, that's more realistic. You know, that was a lot of draws. We were really a draw team last year. And there were a lot um, of draws that felt like losses. So I feel like we can we can eke some of those. Yeah, out. we had more draws than anything else. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. So anything will be an improvement. If we keep it to single digits on the draws and replace those with wins, we're we're coming home, baby. We're Flying. Home. Versus, Versus Charlotte, Charlotte at home. Charlotte, what do you first, got for us? Hold on. First game. First game was a win at Charlotte. We're not gonna win there and lose at home. No. Ridiculous. Be a dub. That's a dub. It's a win here. I think I think we pay for it next week at Toronto. At Toronto. The graphic I have from FCC has uh this color at Toronto. I, but it yes, has it the it, wrong color. Blue. Yeah. All right, peace stack. You know, Weird. she used to do all the graphics too, and now she's gone and everything's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I wouldn't know. It's a, it's a, we play the 16th against Philly, four days later against Montreal, three days later against Charlotte. So that's three games in a week, right in that little stretch right there. And then we after do it ha- again a week later. Yeah. And that's after having two weeks off between Orlando City and Philly, we're September 2nd to September 16th there, which is a weird where, which is a weird place for a break. That's a international window. That's to um, let Brandon Vasquez go play with the U.S. men's national team. Hope he doesn't. We want to have Tommy G to hold our hands through this crazy schedule. Well, I don't know actually. Oh, I still look at that. Yeah, I, I still mean, don't fully believe. I still it. don't fully believe Tommy G is going away. I still think somehow or another, when the Apple TV broadcasts start, we'll still He's have there. Tommy G on the call for FC Cincinnati. They, they put games. him on like LAFC for some reason. Like we're on the bigger and better things, buddy. We understand you were getting stats at the World Cup, so now <laughs> future's bright. Uh, I think we'll get him for radio, probably. Maybe I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, at Toronto, raw. Draw? I said uh, loss. Loss. I, I, I was thinking loss. loss. Yeah, I could think of the loss. I could see a loss there. Especially what if new, is what, good. What new variant of COVID will prevent players from traveling in September Jesus. of 2023? They're already talking about screening uh, folks from China again. So <laughs> why not? Just play the hits, babe. <laughs> Let's do it all over again. Versus New York Red Bull at home. Draw? Draw? Yeah. So that'd be two draws on the season. Versus them. That feels right. They're yeah. annoying. We're definitely going to dub in one of these last two. Yeah, we're going to go to Miami and win. And yeah. I was actually thinking that the um, when we predict these games on a week-to-week basis between anyone that wants to get involved in the posts prediction bracket, like I think we should <laughs> actually post them on the uh, the website. And the, yeah. loser should have, the loser should have to drive to this game. <laughs> at Miami record yeah. a podcast the entire time <laughs> release a 14 hour 15 hour podcast whoa 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 get off my, <laughs> off my uh, whatever. like I just want to see it when the uh the podcast feed drops and it's a 14 hour episode <laughs> like like a two gigabyte download most of it is dead air <laughs> I made the comparison, Kevin. You probably do you listen to hardcore history? Seems like one you might listen to. Yeah. That'd be my version of hardcore history. Like Jesus, five hours. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you gotta drive to Nashville, baby. (laughs) Every three months, yeah, you drop four hours of content on us. It'd be great. (laughs) Or uh even worse, uh Common Sense, his politics podcast. No, I Uh, delved into that. 
Oh, it's great. Well, it was great. And then uh, somewhere in the middle of Donald Trump's uh, presidency, he decided he just would give up on politics. So now he drops an episode about once a year in the feed. And it's always it's always exciting in a, in a couple of group dads I'm in. Ooh, new Dan Carlin. Let's see what his thoughts are on war against Russia. Uh, <laughs> One more game. This is crazy. October 7th, two-week break. Again, international window. <laughs> Before then, the last game of the year? Yeah. Then, it's fucked yeah. up. God forbid you, like, this actually really matter for securing a home playoff game or making oh. the playoffs, and you've got two weeks to think about this shit. Build up for decision day. Or, you got to hope all your guys stay healthy on uh, international or, break. Or can you imagine if it was like last year where we lost that Chicago game? Oh, and fuck. There would have been a two weeks <laughs> for the fan base just to stew over the fact they shit the bed at home to the fire. <laughs> no, thank you. The s- <laughs> spiciest of spicy takes. So but look at the bright sitting. side. When you lose the uh, the prediction pool and you have to drive to Miami, you've got all the time in the world to make it back to Cincinnati before that next game. That's true. <laughs> you could take a two week uh, hiatus uh, in in Miami. Uh, we we beaten this Atlanta team decision day. We're sitting at fifty six points. So to be <sighs> honest, if we're looking at last year, I'm going to go back another year, but that's not enough to get us the shield. <laughs> not going to be enough probably to get us the number one seed. Maybe it doesn't mean as much to us as it does mm. to Atlanta, who might be just crawling at the playoffs. The year before. Number two seed, Philadelphia had 54 points. So that would have been good enough for a two seed. And New England had 73. Quite a gulf. So you never know. Could be a could be a weird season. Maybe 50. Maybe if we one more win, maybe 59 points gets us second or third. I mean, second or I mean, at yeah. least second. I don't know. What a- so you take the loss there. Do we <sighs> we don't care as much? We've no, already got a home game locked up. But it's also they're playing at home. And by this point, right. team's been real good all year. Home's a fortress. I just I have a tough time in the the swan song game of 2023 for the regular season. They're not losing to Atlanta in that game. You you content with a draw or you 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 believe that no at least a draw strong like, enough. I think it's one of those things where if they need the win, they'll get the win, but there's no worse than a draw coming out of this game. Yeah. I think Kevin, that. you make the call. I'm going to say draw. Right. Jonah, I have us at 59 points. So now I'm wondering where. I believe you. Where, where we went <laughs> Without double checking, I believe okay. you. <laughs> How many wins you got? Uh, what is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 wins. Why did I count I counted that correctly? I counted 16, but yet you had more points than me. So counting <laughs> results up from the bottom. I've got draw, win, draw, loss, win, win. Yeah. Okay. Loss, win, loss, loss. Yeah. Just keep win, it going. Win, win, draw. Yeah. Win, draw, win. Win, win. W- oh, I got win, win, win. That's where we went off. So we beat New England at home? Is that what you guys uh, That's what I went with. I'm not going to argue with a dub. How dare you? <laughs> so I like that little stretch. We go dub, win, 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 dub, win, win. Oh, that's a lot of wins. And then we take that hard back-to-back loss first. Yeah. That's, yeah those I, are the I don't dark think days. If we're as good as we could be, and if we make a couple, hopefully make a couple signings, yeah, shore things up, we're a little thin. 
a little thin. Um, a little thin, but it's also you got to remember that like the team improved its play down the stretch last year as the system sort of became more integrated and some players moved in and out. You're going to have Miazga hopefully for a full season. The only thing I am worried about this year for, you know, for really talking real is that we were exceptionally injury lucky last year and yes. didn't lose anyone to any real major time. And the Except team is for still, Matarita. Well, <laughs> we lost Mata the entire season, but yes. <laughs> but I mean, like Vasquez was healthy. Lucho was healthy. Yes. Brenner was healthy. Barial was healthy. The guys that you really counted on to drive the engine offensively were healthy for the most part this year. Um, uh, uh, fucking Obi, Obi was healthy. Yeah. Was healthy the entire year. I wanted to say Makocho, which is like <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, he's somewhere <laughs> not healthy right now. Right, he's never been healthy. That's the that's that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I don't. I don't think it's true. unrealistic to think home playoff game three two seed somewhere there. I mean, you think of all of the draws that were like, how did we blow that? If we mm-hmm. win four more of those. You know, that gets us up to, yeah, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> or if we had 49 Brenner, points last year, so if you switch those out for wins, we're in the 50s already. If Brenner scores a goal every three games in the first half of the season, it probably changes our trajectory quite a bit last year. Like he, he didn't score his first goal until like midway through June or whatever it was. Yeah. So if, if we that can get him nice. bought in. I mean, that's another consideration, too, is like, not losing anybody and we'll touch on that briefly in part three i don't want to spend too too much time especially of your time jonah this is this is uncharted waters i feel like for you on podcast avatar two waters for, <laughs> for so I'm, not going on, I'm not i'm seeing it at 215 so i can sleep till 130 um What's the final point total? Let me make we'll say it again. I want to make I sure got I have it on my document. Fifty-nine points. Well, all right. Now I can't wait to see. Hopefully, they do have over unders for the season, and then we can see that. Because if the over under is like fifty, I mean, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> we got room to spare. Slam How can we be wrong? the over. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that does it. I think I. Well done, everybody. We've made the playoffs. We're hosting a playoff game. Uh, and Good we've season. won the League's Cup. So yeah. it's a solid season. Don't even need to watch. <laughs> that season just flew by. It's crazy. We should predict next year as well while we're here. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Without knowing this <laughs> or yet. the year after, I should say. Okay. Uh, we'll leave this here. Part three. Uh, we've got a little bit of a uh, uh, potpourri, if I could borrow KLR. A little, little bit of a grab bag of uh, topics. And we'll get out of here. Uh, we'll wrap up 2022. Okay, we're back. We're going to wrap it up with some quick FCC news. Uh, Brandon Vasquez transfer rumors again, but this time from Europe. Chief, are you nervous? Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's funny. We were talking about it last week, and it's a point that Grayson made, and I'm, I've been thinking about a lot, is that, yeah, it really does change the calculus if it starts being offers from Europe versus offers from Mexico. Because... I think Vasquez has said in interviews he wants to go play in Europe. Yeah. And this would now be the second team that's kind of been publicly linked to Vasquez kicking the tires. Although it is important to point out that both of the teams that have been after and on Vasquez both have strong American connections with either um, Jesse yeah. Marsh and Leeds and then 
I think this other team that's that's uh, the whatever it is, the Netherlands, they're in the Netherlands, right? Belgium. Belgium. Same difference. It's Europe. Um, yes. To be the ignorant American <laughs> here. Um, I think they have American owners now. Like the Amer- it's an American yes. investor that just bought the team. So I'll I'll start getting worried about Vasquez when a full ass European team with a European GM and some horrendously European looking manager starts coming after Vasquez when it's just American like run teams. It, it just feels like that's lazy connections and lazy reporting to a certain extent that if, well, of course they'll be interested in MLS players. Right. But some of these American owners overseas do have a weird habit of doing this. I think of like a uh, Swansea hiring Bob Bradley and then bringing over Jordan Morris and another MLS guy, Paul Ariola, I want to say on loan. Like there, there's been some like weird, I don't know, American shilling from from the American owners. Uh Jonah, would you would you sell Brandon Vasquez for a boatload of money? Or would you want to keep him here? Score those goals. Um one of my personal inner monologue rants is always like the people who seem to get off on their team selling their players, like, hey, our guys went to Europe. You know, I feel like this could be like a chiefy take. I don't care what they do somewhere else. I'm in it for my, for my team. <laughs> right. Um, I want, you want players to be, you know, like Brenner, obviously we bring him in and he's got the expectation that if the price is right, he gets to go to a bigger team. So you don't want to be the team who's holding guys hostage. And I don't want to do that, but I don't get off personally on like these guys. Once he goes to another team, I'll be like, I, I'll be watching him. I'm still like, I see the Almiron score and I'm like, hell MLS. Like I'm kind of a geek like that. So I will be like that. But like at the moment, I'm, you know, if he's okay being here, like I don't, you know, Jordan Morris gets shit on for like wanting to be at home with his dog in Seattle. But if I'm a Seattle fan, I'm like, that's great for us. Right. So like, as long as Vasquez is happy, I want, I will keep him as, you know, as long as we can. Um, But if he's angling for a move, I have no issue with them getting rid of him. But uh, yeah, I'm not excited for Sergio Santos getting all of the, Yes, he's fast, but he's kind of a one-trick pony. (laughs) The trick is not scoring a lot of goals. But I, um, yeah, that's not something I'm looking forward to. So I would hope that, you know, if we do sell him for a boatload, that Carl lets us have a little of that money back and can open the coffers on somebody who's going to stick around for a couple of seasons. The thing is, though, is the two is that if he wanted to go to Europe on this type of offer for this type of team, I don't think he would have signed here because I feel like, this level of can go to Europe is out there pretty much for anyone of his pedigree if he was on a free. So I I tend to think, and I hope that the fact that he signed a contract here, maybe there's some understanding he has with Albright and his agent has with Albright as to what the circumstances would be that he would be sold. But I feel like it's going to take a little more than this type of an offer for a team that's, I think they're in the relegation zone in Belgium right now. Like they're not a good team. I know that. Yeah. Standard Liege, if I remember correctly, was the, uh, the team. They're one of the, it's like there's six or seven big quote unquote teams in Belgium. They're usually one of them. 
but they are, yeah, they have a really rough season this year, but they also just got brand new American owners. So that's part of this. Uh, so yeah. And Jonah, no, I'm I, I, with I, you. I say that oh. they're, they're sixth. That's just, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Flat out false. <laughs> what? Uh, Royal league. Antwerp, Ghent, Genk, and Genk. a couple others are right up there with them. Uh, but no, Jonah, I'm right there with you in that, like, the only time I really want to pull for somebody going to Europe and doing well is if it's a local kid, like they're properly Cincinnati. Like if if Kimi Ordonez goes and tears it up in the Bundesliga, that's a nice thing for the city of Cincinnati. But Vasquez is just a guy who played here for two seasons. That's That doesn't mean as much to me. So... There you go. Uh, so yeah, so Vasquez, hopefully he doesn't go because that would really suck having to replace a Tam guy this close to the season. Uh, next, Chief, you flagged this for us. I thought this was great. Alexi Lawless tweeting out randomly today. Just felt like he hadn't stirred enough of the pot uh, <laughs> since he left Qatar. I, I don't know. Maybe there was more context as to why he tweeted this out. I did not see it. He had how he would improve soccer, uh, or at least he was asking how people would improve yeah, soccer. And he, he gave let's some go, examples. I, I really want to go. Th- I want to really go through this point by point because I, I read yes. this and it's like the most Alexi Lawless take ever where absolutely <laughs> no one was asking for this, but I'm going to fire right. it off into the void anyway. The um, the ratio is outstanding. It's got 67 <laughs> retweets to 1500 quote tweets, which is just fantastic like on so many levels this is the best 1846 replies 1500 (laughs) retweets and 1200 likes so he's doing a little better on that so here's how alexi lawless would improve soccer let's do this point by point point one make the goals bigger um (laughs) terrible idea i don't hate it i don't um i think that you know it's already big but there's not enough scoring so like I think the goal would be to avoid ever being a one-one game. So, however big you need to make the goal see to that. avoid that, like I understand, like conceptually, you want that, yeah. But here's the thing: you would just have more shit goals that just like aren't fun. It's just like a sad keeper scrambling to the side. I just feel like it wouldn't be as interesting. I'm trying to see if like a soccer YouTube channel had like set up a scrimmage with bigger goals extra large goals like, it's, yeah it seems like somebody would have just like try you know, like it'd be so easy to try it and see like what's like i'm just imagining it like it's comical to like i guess it wouldn't be that right. much bigger but like huge just funny to, <laughs> like four imagine. feet on either side <laughs> what if they had just a uh, bigger poles <laughs> like almost like telephone pole width. I think that would just look funny. <laughs> you'd have more balls. <laughs> like it could be like to the outside. So technically the goal is the same size, but like you'd have more people like off the post. <laughs> just hitting the post all the time. Right. Any, any hit of the post is a goal. Maybe or that's, if you're, if you're going to yeah. rearrange things, uh, move to lacrosse goals where the field continues 10 yards beyond the goal. So you can go do the back and do the wraparound. Like MLS style. thought about this. They thought about this, and they they had a uh, they had a document drawn up that basically included this: make goals bigger and uh, build a play area behind the goal. Uh, were were two ideas that they had. I love it. Uh, All right, number point number two. Please. Two points for goals outside the penalty area, which again. Mm-hmm completely in favor of um anything soccer. Soccer. soccer yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically the soccer equivalent of the three-point shot like what is 
the NBA, Steph Curry, everybody loves the three-point shot. And just anything that encourages more people just to take a rip. Just create some action. I anything don't outside the box? hate it. <sighs> yeah. yeah, anything. Or if it's a dead ball, do you still give two? Like, I don't know. I... I feel like it just fucks up. Like, there's a part of this, and this is like traditionalist for traditionalist sake, but it fucks up too much of like looking back in history where you look at the number of goals scored or the number of, you know, points earned in a season or the goal difference. I feel like it fucks it up so much that it becomes very difficult to compare eras. Maybe that's already the case, but I feel like that's that's a pretty big jump. Like, there was a tweet that was going around viral that a bunch of like soccer like Twitter personalities picked up today of some highlights of a game being played in the UK back in the seventies where the entire pitch is mud. There was no grass on the field. And it's like (laughs) they were talking, I think it was like one of those, you know, the men in blazer weirdos. One of the dudes was talking about how this is what soccer was like growing up. It was people running around in the mud in conditions that no proper EPL player now would even consider playing on. And then having a cigarette and a meat pie at halftime. Just the game changes. It's completely different than it was even 20, 30 years ago. Right. I think it, you being up two goals, that would be the big thing. Because every sh- they would just be firing shots from outside the right. box. And that could be an unintended consequence. Um, you know, one like NBA is like player. They, the three-point shot so much more valuable. You have people who shouldn't be shooting threes, shooting threes. But like in soccer, you just like have so many bad outside the box shots which you know i'd be for but uh yeah it'd be Chaos. interesting yeah <laughs> all right the uh, 35 point, yard yes point number three 35 yard shootout instead of the pk so i'm assuming what he means by this is the running pks from mls 1.0 and yes. fucking sign me back up for that that is a superior way to settle anything like can you imagine how much better the world cup final would have been if you would have had a moment where it would have been Messi in a running PK or Mbappe in a running PK, that's fucking outstanding. That's electric <laughs> content. That's the biggest no brainer they can add here. Yes. Uh, Johan Cruyff is in favor of, was in favor of this after his stint in the NASL. That was one of his big takeaways was that uh, international soccer should actually adopt that. He really liked that. I would say the other thing when I heard 35 that made me think yards make them shoot it from <laughs> further back. <laughs> so you have to like you can't just tap it in. If you do a panenka, they have like enough time to dive the wrong way and dive back. <laughs> you back. have to like blast it for the corner and I think you'd get better shots cuz they're like okay, I actually have to curl it in the corner. Because like when you watch, I don't know, watch videos of like trying to score on a pro goalie, you know, like an amateur or something. They're always taken from outside the box. But like you have two pros going against each other. I'd like to see that with, you know, there's no wall or anything. So Alexi doesn't bring this up, but the the best replacement PK idea I've heard, if you're not going to do the running PK, and this, this is dirty to say, it came from Colin Cowherd, where his idea was that instead of doing PKs, teams should alternate doing corner kicks where at the very least you get all 11 people on the field, you get to use a set piece, and it's not just a reduction down to one guy kicking from the spot against one goalkeeper. It's at the very least your entire team gets to be involved, and the result can be said to be at least a team result if you uh, score on more corners than the opposition. It's interesting. It's kind of college football overtime rules where you kind of have these like, 
gimmick design plays like you're you're running your two-point conversions and things like that so what's the end of it saying like it can't leave the box like otherwise like you're how how far can you take the corner kick i would say like probably put a shot clock on it or something like that like 30 <laughs> right. seconds it's or tricky i would just say it can't like once it goes in the box for as long as it's in the box the play is live so the other team's just trying to kick it out of the box and you're trying right. to with either you either kick it out of the box or you, the other team gets possession so it'd be kind of like in hockey when like there's a delayed penalty being called as soon as the other team touches it up or you know yeah yeah you do a short corner and they blow the whistle like you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucked that'd it be, up <laughs> that'd be the uh that'd be the yapstam method taking a short corner <laughs> all right oh, num- number four kick in option instead of throw on throw-ins um in favor of this as well throw-ins are lame I'd, it I, would also it would also solve what I believe to be is one of the most compelling problems in all of soccer, and that's that everyone walks up fifteen fucking yards from where the ball went out. <laughs> if you have to put is, the ball down at the spot, put the ball down at the fucking spot. It is funny how much is tolerated, which is ultimately cheating, of just guys walking down the sideway, the sideline to to throw that in. I feel like everybody would try to set up a design play and it will drag games out an extra 20 minutes. Like every single throw in would be some elaborate design play. That's true. That would, yeah. I didn't think about that. That's probably the biggest downside is how long it would take because yeah, that's because all of a sudden is a very important <laughs> shot. You get a throw right. in like, <laughs> on the final third. You're like, uh, guys, this is like basically a corner kick. Yeah, it would. It would. You think twice about what the fuck you were doing playing the ball towards the sidelines. Like all of a sudden, you're punishing the fuck <laughs> out of the. True. You're punishing the fuck out of Roman Celentano for being unable to keep the ball in play on a restart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this Damn. is why MLS Next Pro. You know, the G League tries out like yeah uh, all these different rules four point lines or weird things so like why you know let's go so, so look you can do a couple of these i would get people to watch mls next bro like oh did you hear this week throw-ins are free kicks you're like all right <laughs> i'm fucking watching that <laughs> or i'm watching it if uh any big goals like you're not turning into mls next pro if they're like oh yeah they're using big goals this week. right it turns every the game clown goals <laughs> it turns yeah. every game into like nba jam where you put the cheat code in at the start and the game's all fucked up it's like what are we playing this week as oh big goal mode um number five big head mode (laughs) hockey penalty box for player punishment also a big fan of this this. love this idea actually i would love an orange card of some kind and and have guys go off for 15 minutes at a time or something like that or even like even like five minutes for when like at the end of games so that you can't just keep cynically fouling and doing stupid shit to like stop the clock where it's like nope you're off it's 10 10 on 11 now for the next five minutes yeah, somebody like said that. that if like about an injury, like at, if they come off, if like you get taken off, you have to be off for like three minutes or something. So if you want to time waste for an injury, like, OK, your team's going to be down three yeah, minutes, which, even if you're not hurt. which is the, the dumbest thing where, you know, the guy is riding around in pain and then he's down for five minutes, jogs off and then comes right back on 30 seconds later. Like there at the very least should be a for as much time as you were down that's as much time as you have to stay off. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, if you, if you go down, like you, you can't come back for five minutes. Like if we have to stop, stop the game, do it. Mike Tyson rules, Mike Tyson's punch out rules, where if you go down three times, it's a technical knockout and you've got to stay out. (laughs) 
I could get real cynical real fast. <laughs> He's already gone down twice. Go for the legs. Cut him. <laughs> it's for his own safety, you guys. All right. I love this one too. Offside only applies in the last 35 yards. So no more creating the offside trap at half at the half line. I feel like that's fine. I almost would just move it all the way up to the 18 yard box. But, I'm also in favor of that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah, I can get behind that. That's one where like, you know, like maybe it won't be that crazy. And then like you see it in action. Somebody like, Oh God, this is fucking insane. <laughs> like, like it, it doesn't sound like it would be a huge thing, but like it might end up well, completely. Uh, well, when you think game. about it too, what it would also free up is it would free up the assistant referee to just not give a fuck about watching for offsides until it hits a certain point on the field. So you could just park yourself right at that line and really have a great look at all times as to whether or not someone was offside. Like you only have to be watching in that one specific zone of the field. It would be interesting because you would have to paint a 35 yard line because your assistant referee isn't going to have an exact measurement on the field. And so they might be calling offside, you know, before or after the 35 yard line. But having an extra line would really help us with our lens distortion. Yeah. We got we got one more frame <laughs> of reference. <laughs> and then finally here, handball, simply any ball contact with the hand arm. And this is again. Like this is like a pairing rule right here where like you compare you pair this with the two point for goals outside the penalty area and you've just got people bombing shots in from outside the box. There's going to be an ass load <laughs> of 35 yard PKs. So like it all builds on one another is that you take long shots. If any contact of the arm is a PK, then you've got a 35 yard running PK. These games are going to be electric. They're going to be like 10 to five. <laughs> Messi could earn 10 penalties a game. Yes. By flicking it into a guy's hands, like who are like facing the other direct. Like you would just be seeking pe- defenders out. Yeah. Like, like you wouldn't be trying to work around them. You'd just be like, they'd be running away from Messi with like their arms under their armpits. And you'd be like, no, man. That like he has such literally... good ball control. You could just flick it at their arms. You'd be like, all right, that's a handball, even if you're facing the wrong way. Like you don't that need to be good at scoring goals. Do. Yes. You don't need to be no. scoring goals. All you need to do is just find a way to hit their hands. Like you'd have guys turn in the wrong direction and firing backwards at dudes like, that weren't paying we attention, doing? trying to hit him in the arm. Like, what are we watching? Defenders are putting their arms into their sleeves. Like, <laughs> like tucking them into their jerseys, like right, running down right. the <laughs> Nike adds pockets. We're bringing pockets right. back for soccer. Like hoodie hoodie pockets in the front of all yeah. of your kids. <laughs> I mean, of course, I want to see it, but I don't know about if I want that one implemented. I think these would be, like you said, these are fantastic uh, MLS Next Pro things. And honestly, you could do it game by game. You could be like, <laughs> next up is FCC versus uh, Columbus Crew 2, and they're playing penalty box rules. And after that, we've got 35-yard penalty rules. Or put like a big comedic, like, Price is Right style wheel right down on the sideline and have instead of a coin toss, you spin the wheel to see which ridiculous rule you'll be playing with this week. <laughs> so you Golly, don't know. Yeah, we got big goals. <laughs> you, you don't know until 10 minutes, like two, like 10 seconds before the game starts. What rule it is. It's all right. Big goals. And they have like the ground screw come out and wheel the bigger goals in. <laughs> Ooh, or it's on the, uh, the coin flip. 
All right, which direction you want to kick? All right, which obscure rule do you want to play with? Oh, they have won the toss and will be kicking at the big goal to start the first half. <laughs> like asymmetrical big goals. One Other rule really only tiny. applies to one half of the field. Right. Yes. So like on one hand, it's the asymmetrical big goal, but on the other half, the offside only counts at the 35-yard lines. <laughs> Just setting up these poor kids to never develop properly. <laughs> You're a blast. Oh, God. Like, no, we got it all figured out over here. No, do, you, that, do you start two goalies it. and the big goals, even though only one can use their hands? Is that worth having another one in there who could <laughs> kick think, save everything else? I think this is all just a long con to make the idea of an EPL all-star game look better by comparison when it comes to American contributions <laughs> to the soccer world. Yes. Like, oh, what a terrible idea. That'll be the highest rated thing in European history if we did it. <laughs> like, no one will watch that. Every European is, like, glued to their TV for this uh, Champions League All-Star Games. The Champions yeah, of the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah. They don't. Of course they would. I mean, what are they... they, they they shut down the Super League, but we all know that would have been the most watched thing ever. Right. <laughs> like, full, it would have done just fine. They have a full stadium for the testimonial games with like 50-year-olds running around. They're like, right. but an all-star game. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they wouldn't a, care. It's an entire society based on, you know, still kind of being tacitly okay with the aristocracy. You're telling me that you wouldn't, they wouldn't show up to watch all of the betters show up to play a game? Especially Premier League. You could do like English players versus non-english players or north oh, versus love south that. <laughs> english national team versus non-english premier league all-star team which would basically be england versus belgium yes but there's a non-insignificant yeah. chance that one country in europe that started an all-star game would be like one race versus another race and like not see a problem with that until <laughs> be italy I'm like is this weird i'm sorry i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> Gypsies versus everyone else. Is that weird? This is great. This is inclusive. We're letting them play. <laughs> We're treating them like people. It's like you don't see a problem with that. No. <laughs> Jesus. Do you think uh, they'll ever? Uh, you think they'll ever do MLS East West? Or just like assume no one will ever care enough, so it's like not worth <laughs> wasting their All Star game. I don't know if they ever go east-west. I do think that they'll keep doing this Mexico versus USA type thing. I could see them eventually dropping the other team if they felt like they had 22 proper stars to fill it with your Carlos Velas and Chicharitos and whatever else. I just want more Uh, PT for Lucho, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think... I, I don't think the American audiences are going to get as hype down the line for like Juventus versus MLS All-Stars. I just don't think that's going to work much longer. So Maybe it will. I don't know. But it feels like the, what was it, the International Champions Cup, the ICC, really ran out of steam after like three years. It's, <laughs> well, you it's like, got nothing on the League's Cup yeah. coming up. You're, getting, uh, you're telling me that Chelsea fans got tired of seeing Matt Miazga run out like one of the stars every time they came over here? Right. It's like it was cool in practice or in theory. And then, yeah, after like three years of like C team players, it was like, I we're don't want to spend 75 bucks. Here. <laughs> right. I remember like right at, right at the height of like everyone really excited that the Premier League is being televised on NBC that first summer after their first year broadcast, yes. they actually tried to broadcast some summer friendlies and they were just fucking awful. Like, right. No one you knew was playing in any of these games and the, the, the crowds could not have been more disinterested. It was just, it was a fantastic <laughs> experiment in bad television. It was like, Oh, this is why nobody watches NFL preseason games for this reason. 
Yeah. No. Not, Nothing not on the He fun. Believes Cup, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. if they played the MLS All-Star game with all these rules, that would no. be like, that's what they should do for the MLS All-Star yeah. game. They just pick out two really random rules or do the running PKs. And all of a sudden, you'd have a reason to watch because if there's a PK, that'll be interesting at least. It'd be funny too, because then the referees will like call anything a penalty just to get it out there. Right. <laughs> like, you gotta people have that in there. It's like uh, if you wanted more people to watch the aforementioned NFL preseason, play one game under CFL rules. I'd watch the shit out of that just to see what happens. That'd be a blast. I was uh, nothing for big goals. Right, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I the only thing I have here is is what I mentioned before 2023 hopes and dreams. I feel like we can wrap up on this one. Jesus Christ, we're over two hours again. What the fuck? Um, that's what I'm here for. The Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> the post the post Rogan experience. <laughs> Jonah, 2023 mm. hopes and dreams. FCC or otherwise. I'm not. I'm not picky. Um. Well, as an educator, but I, I am, um, you know, I'm in a new seat. It's just, Ooh. just me and the wife now. That's um, right. We moved, we moved down from um, 219. Now we're in the uh, the non bougie club seats. I'm a First few financial. rows ahead of. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, I think I'm a few rows ahead of Boston, and I think Ken Hecker, stats guy. So I get to hear him yell out um, stats during the game. I hope. <laughs> And um, whatever else they say. His successful so, aerial challenges yeah. is dipping. Like, I knew it. Um, so that'll be a change. But, like, yeah, I'm so out of FCC. Like, it's good to be. It's, I'm glad we did this. You know, it's got my head back in the game. We've got yeah. big points coming our way. So I guess my hope is that we live up to the expectations that we just set for the team. And uh, yes. as of now, I have no reason to believe we won't. I'm ready to overreact to that first preseason game. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to get hurt. I'm ready to leave TQL fuming. I'm ready to see Chiefs tweets about uh, this is unacceptable. I'm ready for it all. It was, an un- um, it was an unexpectedly positive year last year. I don't know if I can keep that going again. Yeah. I feel like yeah, my well, natural resting state is just anger. I'm sure they'll give us something, you know. We need to lose to Louisville in the preseason again. That'll really get me going. Yeah. Is the open open cups back, isn't it? We should be back in the open cup. Yes. Okay. Will they offer like $35 seats for the all you can mm-hmm. eat, all you can drink <laughs> again so we can do that? I'll, I'll get torched yeah, up. I'll be there. I missed I got that. to meet Ciceroni. Oh, took a yeah. picture with him. Yeah, sit, with, a, sit with Grayson mixing red and white wine to make the classy rosé. <laughs> Was it slurm uh, juice? Yeah. Slurm. <laughs> then we tried to record a podcast after. That was a great idea. Um, oh God! <laughs> so, um, will this be the year that we open the post Discord up to other people? Yes, I think. I think my hopes and dreams for 2023 is that the post has an online community of its own. Uh, do we sick of fans? Right. If somebody makes it two hours into this podcast. Yeah, just send we us let a, them know yes, there's a link a, or or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. send like, us a dm uh, or a tweet at us and we'll get you we'll get you the invite if you've yeah. made it this far you're you're a true <laughs> but you, believer but you have to you have to say the promo code what's the promo code that we're, we're revealing right now at our <laughs> two hours and 10 minutes into this nonsense Jesus Christ, Jonah! You get to pick it, Jonah. What's what's the code? What's the code name? Because I can't think of anything. Uh, promo code Bucky. 
Bucky. There you go. <laughs> Promo code Bucky, and you uh, you get into the Discord. We'll There's see you soon, Ab- We'll see you soon, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> There's currently nobody in the Discord except for a couple of people who have written for it and have appeared on this podcast. So. Please, that'll be fun. No, I think it'll be fun. We've got a new design of the website. Should be going live soon. Maybe by the time you've listened to this. We'll see how quick Eric is on switching things over. And starting next year, uh, should have some new podcast music. I mean, there's there's some exciting stuff in the works for the old for the old posts. So maybe we'll I, start I'm, editing episodes too. Who knows? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. That's that's a big ask. <laughs> that's the best part about not having a podcast, I'll tell you what. Not just think editing. about it and makes me warm inside. <laughs> not doing anything. But you like you said, Kevin, I wouldn't this. have been doing anything anyways. Yeah. So, that's so exactly. will there be a KLR preseason special or will there be some specials dropped over the course of the year? Yeah. What's um, the plan? The drive to Columbus is that's a that's a lock. Okay. Um, I've I've promised that too much. And maybe if we're feeling extra crazy, I'll do the drive to Nashville. Just because that'd be um for for the real heads who are like, I need to listen to one thing. The book on tape, people, you know, <laughs> I I drove to Mississippi once. And I listened to the Anthony Bourdain book the whole way. And it made um the mistake of driving to Mississippi much more bearable. <laughs> so if I could be that for someone else. And, hey, um, in yeah, October, 16 hours, 21 minutes to Miami. <laughs> exactly. It's basically two postcasts. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, I think I think it's good. I think we're going to be good. I think FCC is going to be good this year. I don't have any reason to think we won't be. So it's going to be real disappointing when we are. When we um, lose to a, a Louisville. <laughs> um, what was it? Louisville staffer. Yeah, yeah. The, the admin scores, and then yeah. everybody like, but he played professionally recently. It's like it's still not good. Not guys. having it. <laughs> admin. I don't care how recently like, he didn't. played. He's not a professional. <laughs> It's like, didn't see it, didn't happen, don't care. <laughs> Turns out I should have cared. It meant a lot, actually. <laughs> it actually, actually was a decent harbinger. It was a pretty big deal, actually. It said we, everything. We were nothing as a fan base if not committed to refusing to see signs that were directly in our face as to how bad things truly were. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, it's like there's a lot of times where it's like, you know, he he was such a quiet guy. No one could have seen this coming before it turns out this guy was a psychopath that like grabs a gun and goes somewhere. It's like, no, the warning signs were literally everywhere for how bad FC Cincinnati was going to be most of these years. I just chose to ignore them. Yeah. That's what fandom is. Uh, well, that's a wrap. That does it. 2022. We're out of here. We're done. Uh, Jonah, thank you so much. And again, thank you to your kids for <laughs> letting us uh, peel you away. And uh, good luck explaining to them that it was another podcast. So I appreciate I'm, that. I'm going to wake them up right after this. Please. <laughs> tell them Santa's not real. And then guys. tell them all about everything we just. Guys, we just guys, the about. podcast is over. It's okay now. <laughs> right. Tell them promo code Bucky. <laughs> promo code Bucky. You get an invite to the Discord. Oh, that'll be fun. And see how many people, I can't wait for nobody, nobody to reach out. Right. It's You'll be get great. one. I predict over under five. <laughs> I'm gonna hammer five? the under. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're hammering the over for FCC. Yes. Oh, all right. Let's get out of here. Fuck Columbus. Fuck Columbus.